Greetings and salutations and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireball, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Sam. No? No, no, no Sam. No, Sam. Robbie. <laughs> Monster automatic monster bellicop. Oh, Sam, dungeon masters lost, burns, and Ellie, players hand axe sparrow. Yay! <laughs> Excellent. Do I get a hand axe? Yes. I'm the player's hand axe. Yeah, yes. we have to get out of the cupboard downstairs. Oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, that's a long way. Yeah. yeah. I think we only had one fireball today. I think we're flintlocks and fireball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make up for that. How many can I cast? Are we putting low on um, spell slots? Is that what it is? <laughs> so to speak. I did work out how many fireballs I could cast a while back, and it was an ungodly amount. It is ridiculous. Because of flintlock and fireball. Flintlock <laughs> <laughs> and fireball. <laughs> My mum has um, a speech habit where once in a while she will drop a plural. It's oh. very sweet. Yeah. Notice that. But yeah, I'm just turning yeah. into my mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll have a tray. She'll have like a tray of buns, and she'll be like, "I got bun." Yeah. <laughs> like it's a substance. It's the best thing. <laughs> Speaking of the best things, it's time for, uh, for us to cast our minds into the distant, uh, into the distant mists of time, so. and demand future us. What is best in life? Oh. Or failing that messages from the present. <laughs> <laughs> it's future Jason with an extra special message from the present. First up, Ellie has been working extra hard and is launching their brand new art business, Ellie Sparrow Art. We'll put up a couple of announcements in the near future about how you can join their mailing list, and commissions will be open on September the 13th. Secondly, we're taking the next month off to rebuild our buffer. Robbie's recently gotten some new puppetry work, and alongside some disruptions on our end, we're going to have to take a little more time to record the next few episodes. So we'll be back updating again on the 27th of September. And, as ever, this episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Maybe messages from the present are best in life. Maybe what is best Maybe. in life is being brought flintlocks and fireballs by our lovely patrons. Maybe what's best in life is Dungeon and Dragon. <laughs> yes. And on that cheerful note, it's time to begin Flintlock and Fireball. <laughs> our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. 
So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlock and Farm. <laughs> <laughs> of Lidlocks and Fireballs. The party are attempting to recover the five magical totems required to return to Calcinia. So many. From the mystical void in which they have found themselves. Uh, thus far, they have retrieved two, know the location of a third, and two are as yet unaccounted for. They have made a bargain with the broker just the broker who apparently resides in paradise or at least the world calling itself paradise uh, to uh, in which uh, the broker has agreed to return their totem to the, uh, to the party without having to fight their way through his literal army of demons hmm. um, in exchange for the party finding and retrieving a cure for vampirism, of all things. The party have also uh, have been given some tools to help them in this task. Uh, a pair of enchanted compasses. One of these compasses is uh, set to point to the location of the aforementioned cure for vampirism having only recently become active the other compass is designed to is enchanted to point to more of these compasses in the hopes that the party will be able to find a compass that is unenchanted wherever they are going well not just like a regular compass but one of these specific (laughs) compasses that is not set to find the thing that it is set to look for. The party have been informed that they need that they are going to need two of these compasses because, frankly, they need one to find their part uh, the the path through up to reach another of these totems, and they're going to need one to find the path back if they want to set it back in place. Hmm. Having made the signed the agreement and including a clause which prevented the broker from having you followed <laughs> during your route back, Smart. the party made their way back through the broken bazaar and these shattered broken ways in between worlds across the spindling bridge of a uh, spindly bridge of steel and back to the uh, back to Wayne Manor. You've returned once again to the mansion and surrounding grounds, hanging in the void. It is, as ever, dark. Apart from the many light, uh, apart from the many magic, uh, uh, sorry, the, the the many mage stones keeping everything lit. Uh, it's worth noting that these uh, these imported dwarf crystals uh, are uh, are providing 
enough light to move around within the uh, comfortably within the mansion. The light is cast out from the windows. It's also worth noting that apart from these pools of light around immediately around the house, uh, the grass is now starting to dry up, and get a little bit sad and withered looking on account of the decided absence of light here. Well done. Um, yeah, the, the hedge maze is still there. It just looks a bit twisted and weird now. Oh, good. <laughs> the impulse to like, just abandon this quest and start a gardening quest where we try and create artificial sunlight. Um, for... You know I would unironically play That's that for, like, the problem. Like, I just want to stop this. And do... When um, things are more settled, <laughs> we will fix this, but not until we can get out the board. <laughs> oh, Celestia Any... has no interest. Anyone who wants to can roll an intelligence check. Oh, I'll wait. Sure. I'm not good at this. <laughs> One. Seven. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> oh wow, that's we're so smart. Okay, none of you realize remember a thing you have. Uh, so. Oh, I remember a thing I have, but it's got limited use. Yeah, I know. Unless we can find more batteries. Also, Coulson was oh, going to be looking. At, would probably be looking at that, and going, "Well, I hope there was a fair amount of bedrocks that came with this. Otherwise, we're going to be in serious troubles, uh, structurally speaking, not very long from now." Oh no. <laughs> It's fine. I assume so. Um, Well, hang on, no, no, there's a whole cave system underneath this place. No, it should be fine. Are the caves still there? Yeah, because we went went through some. We literally came through it on the way back. We did do that. The moths. The moths. Anyway. There are indeed one or two moths fluttering around the Uh, the manor. I hope they've got a short life cycle, otherwise they're just going to be sad with lack of food. Oh, no. I really thought about how we're staying up. Well, the same way that things that are up aren't falling down. Hmm. That's... Yes, actually. I... I have a question. Uh-oh. Am I going to get worried about that I the I haven't answer? really thought about until yeah, we're I'm definitely going to get the, the worry about the thing. answer. Why aren't right. we floating? Oh, as in us here right now? Why isn't that everything is... floating? That's a very good question. I have only a theory. What's your theory? I mean, I don't really understand these things. Um, I really just had a relationship with my teacher, and rather than learning anything. So, <laughs> okay, so, well, you are the worst. Yes, I mean, look, we were both into it. It was fine. This is why you don't try and pass your classes by sleeping with your teacher. <laughs> and this and many, many other reasons. Oh, hundreds. Yeah. Kids, don't do this at home, and certainly not at school. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Okay, um, well, it stands to reason that, um, if we're not floating but other parts of this place are, then either it's the result of some naturally occurring phenomenon in this place, which is weird, or it's because when whatever or whoever created this place designed it that way, which is weirder. Well, I mean, this is magic can mess with that, can't it? Because I can make up down for a bit, and then everything comes down again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that... probably just a longer version like that. But... Are we all being sucked down the Kraken's plug hole? Is that what it yep. is? Yep. 
like like the plug hole that was in the video. Yeah, I am actually saying a thing that happens rather than just implying <laughs> that we're in the dragon's the dragon. anus. <laughs> yeah, does the dragon have an anus? Surely. It eats it so many probably, things. Should I ask it when I'm next down? Yeah. There? <laughs> I mean, it definitely has a large beak. Logic says, Logic says it has a massive butthole. <laughs> if it's like other cephalopods, it it definitely has an outdoor. Mm. <laughs> We've got a quest. <laughs> Should we do the quest? Where's the, where's the thing pointing? Indeed. I want to talk about buttholes uh, for the rest of this. Having episode. returned, you actually have the opportunity to change out some of your 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 timekeeping candles, yeah. and Ooh. you find that it is very nearly uh, midnight. Has the fact, same amount of time passed on, here? On the, uh, you would guess. Uh, oh right, yes, because you have, you do actually have a, a candle burn, a, a set of candles being burned by Squinty to keep mm. uh, to yes. check whether time is is moving differently. I mean, do we trust them to be accurate? If they match up, I think it's probably <laughs> safe to assume as it's okay. As far as you can tell, yes. Because otherwise the same that's a huge of candles have burned down. Okay. Uh, I will note that if you want to continue this exp- uh, doing this measuring, it will continue to drain your candles at double uh, double. Oh. Um <laughs> and you will run out of your ability of an, of an ability to track time. Uh, in two days. Oh dear. Fair. Unless we can find somewhere to get more candles or can make some out of something. Hmm. What are the ingredients of a candle? Well, I mean, um, we need fat, human... I'm I'm told that human can work, but the real limiter is lie. Yeah. Okay. Lie? Where did you get that from? We need it to make tallow, don't we? But no, that's soap. What's lie, then? Oh, you you combine fat and and lye, make it from burning wood ash. You keep saying this, but you're not telling me what lye actually is. Well, it's like a really caustic solution that you make uh, by like mixing up potash. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like don't get it on your skin. Like, yeah, yeah, because like if you want to brand, like if you want to really, uh, really scar someone, you can use it for that. I grew up in an island full of pirates, um, and I don't imagine many of them were using it for soap. You'd be surprised. Hmm. You know, Captain. Uh, uh, my mind's blinking. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like you know the the captain of the chopper. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Really keen on cleanliness. Huh. Huh. No, he had the He was very like uh, severely shaven. I, yeah. I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Big on um very uh, big big buyer of scented soaps at Port mm. Arthur. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I suppose it's as uh, healthy a cash crop as any other. Yep. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, unless we want to find out if uh, Squinty has any butter. Butter, young master! Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck! Squinty, do we have any butter? Yeah, I believe we have a churn or two. Right. Okay. We also have some pork drippings stashed away. Right. Lovely. So I've got this like making things spell, so if we can get the bits and pieces together, I can just go, yay, candles. Alright, that's that's very good. Um uh, yeah. Butter. Yeah. Could you could you could you bring that here? Of course! Thank you. There's like a blurring <laughs> for a moment that Squinty doesn't seem to move. You're right there, hon? Yes. 
Oh, he's done the thing where oh, no. he's in multiple places. <laughs> Control out delete the space. <laughs> so let's reboot the squinty. Has, has squinty just blue screen of death? He's just staring and not moving. And then you hear a from the table behind you, turn around, squinty's there and just places down. Oh, it's just it's fine. It's just mad. Ooh, perception check from yes. everyone except Corzin. Okay. Oh, 16. Look at that. Yeah, 17. Yeah. Squinty seems to... Um, Squinty vanishes the moment you turn your heads. You're pretty sure you see him vanish and be in the other place. Corzin, you see this bizarre moment where there are two Squinties like vibrating <laughs> oh that's <laughs> like less like it like he's somehow superimposed <laughs> over both positions until the squinty waveform collapses into the version with uh, with the uh, with the keg of lard <laughs> uh, i'm so upset that Corzin has literally no way of um having even a concept of quantum physics right no. now because it's <laughs> hilarious <laughs> So I, I think I might have just broken the universe. No, that's that, that's not canon. <laughs> we could also just, you know, try and buy some from the broker next time. With yes, but what would you want for them, darling? There's got to be some th- uh, some people in the bazaar selling something like that, right? Yeah, do you think I want last? I mean, okay. Um... Not that I'm not down for uh, creating more timekeeping candles. But maybe we should just focus on what we're doing next. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, the compass. Compass. This person speaks the truth. Yes. Okay. Uh, should we get the compass out? Yeah, have a look. Like it's pointing. Okay. Are we all up for like going imminently? Yeah. How are we feeling? Yes. Oh, I mean, do we need I a rest? I think I can. I mean, I How didn't really do? lose any magic back there. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still. I'm doing all right. I'm all right. Uh, I could do, the, bit, but... do with, a, uh, with a snack, but beyond that, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm actually fine. I've only used right. one spell. Same. You, yeah. Uh, you open up the lead box containing the two compasses, take out the one that is not pointing at the other compass. Hmm. Oh, can we have a little short rest so I get my inspirations back? Yeah, in fact, yeah. Uh, okay. in fact you, you do take Victory's uh, suggestion. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you've got some lard here. Uh, Squinty, it seems, does a decent uh, toasted, uh, toasted pork dripping on, on bread mm. with all the fixings. Ooh. Mustard, chopped onion, the lot. Yummy. <laughs> 99 hit points on the character sheet. Um, <laughs> one that don't take any. As you as you munch on your uh, uh, as you munch on your uh, on your hearty uh, on your hearty lunch, with and I keep putting like meat meaty lunches in front uh, despite uh, out despite the fact that half the cast is vegetarian. <laughs> the characters uh, ain't though. Uh, yeah. The characters aren't necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and I'm describing this with a gusto that neither actually <laughs> neither of you have experienced and probably quite fi- find quite repulsive. <laughs> it's fine. Do not worry. <laughs> but anyway, um, you examine the. Uh, compass and taking a little walk with your with your dripping sandwich um you find that it is it it is pointing towards the hole in the wall 
the side uh, the brick wall uh, you, you recall there is the encircling wall around the exterior of the mansion grounds. At one point, a, wall, a hole had been smashed into it, and you can see a section of that retaining wall is broken outwards, with individual bricks forming a spaced-out walkway that stretches out into the dark, dark. like a somewhat inconsistent uh, reddish brick road. <laughs> Hmm. Follow the somewhat inconsistent reddish brick road. <laughs> <laughs> By somewhat inconsistent, I do mean like, you know, it's not solid and well paved, it's more like carefully hopscotching your way over the abyss. I give the cat a cuddle and leave her with some pork stuffs. Oh, would hopscotch exist by this point? I don't know. <laughs> so is that, that's where it's pointing? Yeah. Funny that there's a convenient walkway that way, isn't it? It's well, kind of it, foreboding. It goes. It points the the safest route, doesn't it? Is that right? It's or not is just it like the, the exact direction. direction. The crow flies. It, mm. It's not as the crow flies. I, I it think said it was. Yeah, the route. it says it finds it finds the best path. Rather than that's why it'll work for up. Yeah, because otherwise it'd just point fucking up, and that would have problem. the same fucking problem. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that well, makes like... sense. Right, I guess mm. onwards then. Yeah. Right. Onward with victory. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I get that. I'm so sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you're um... <laughs> I love it when people do that. Oh, <laughs> you're fun. Uh, I want to write letters to you now that just go to victory. Mum <laughs> <laughs> uh, always said that. Uh, said one day when you're captain of your own ship. Like they'll groan at first, but then they'll do it. Uh, th- then they'll do it seriously. Yeah, mm. she's right. <laughs> yep, she's absolutely right there. All right, let's uh, <laughs> go for a walk in the dark. Yay! <laughs> and walk you do. Do you want some lights? Yeah. Uh, yes, please. Do, 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 do. Thank mm. you. The purple lit walkway stretches out ahead, and you move the lights along, lighting your path. It's not quite as bad as when you were crossing the open abyss uh, with the fragments of rock where you ended up just having to climb uh, on uh, on an almost vertical uh, series of blocks. But there aren't that many bricks at first, uh, and they get a bit thinner. they're always they're, they're within comfortable leg stretching dif- uh, distance for the most part. There is a point where you do basically have to help cause him over a bit that you that you can easily stretch a, uh, your legs over, but is a bit of a jump. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. Um, but carrying onwards uh, throughout it, it starts to shift a little bit. And you f- and, and you find the first piece of just floating dirt, a rock, hmm. and you start making your way along those. And then, at one point, a bit of wood interspersed amongst the wood, uh, the rocks and dirt. Does that look like it's broken off the house? Uh, ooh. Give me a little investigation check, please. Mm. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. Nice. Mm. It appears to be uh, a broken piece of polished 
timber, uh, mm. some sort of rich, dark red wood. Uh, definitely a hardwood. Uh, not quite, not the same timber as the house, though. It uh, looks to have been cut quite thin, like it could have been... It could have been part of a set of stairs, or a board, or a shelf, or like hmm. you know, the, the the top of a table or something. Hmm. Oh, somebody's lost their fancy furniture. Yeah. Apparently so. You, as you carry on walking, uh, making your way across the bits, you see lumps of pale stone, more pieces of broken uh, fragments of timber at one point what appears to be a large flat jagged shard of glass uh, fortunately flat so you're able to step onto it and like I everything hate else it, I hate know, it, I hate inexplicably it. takes your weight I hate it cause it because even without without being sight based, you used to have the highest base. Uh, you have the the highest uh, just to pass a perception. Yeah. That's so bad. As you continue walking onwards, it's been about an hour now uh, into the walk. You have the strangest feeling of just like a little bit. Of, it confuses you at first. It's like a little. Like a little coolness, or like you can feel like your beard's like you know, it has like slightly disturbed. It's a moment when you just realize you're feeling something that you have not felt for the better part of two days now uh, within this space. There is a very slight breeze. Okay. Blowing Cause... towards you. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, because I'm going to wet his finger and see where that's coming from. It's very faint. Oh. What? Slight breeze up ahead. Oh. Oh. We haven't had one of those yet, have we? No. No, and here... That suggests something is actively happening to cause that, because I don't... We, we haven't really, really come across any weather here, have we? Yeah. No. I mean, there's I obviously mean, air. We're all breathing, but... Yeah. yeah. And there's been fake weather-ish in some places. Like, there's been light. We haven't worked out where it's from, I guess. That's not weather, is it? Mm. There's been outside and inside, and there's been a difference. Yes. Mm. But we've had some... There are places that are not entirely based on light elements, but not hugely far off. That we know there's a place that's just water somewhere. True, I suppose. What if this place is just wind? That sounds like it's made of fart. (laughs) Um, But but also, that's going to be a problem. It sounds very tiring. Uh, Then I would suggest uh, tying oneself down. (laughs) If we need to get somewhere, it's not going to work very well, is it? No. Well, I guess we'll... we just pay attention and see if it gets strong. Yeah. yeah. If it's increasing, we just need to be a little bit cautious. As you continue to walk forward, so the next five minutes, but within the next five minutes, all four of you can feel the faint breeze. 
Oh, it's there now. You can see it on Jeffrey's fur a bit. <laughs> Jeffrey points to Celestia's hair, which is like gently. I know, it's gently whipping. Isn't oh, it? it's like a dandelion. It is. Okay, I'm going to draw on my years of seafaring experience now <laughs> and uh, try and make a, uh, a, a judgment as to. Is this a. Um, just like a. Slight breeze that might be um, uh, ruffling the uh, the sails of a ship in dock, or is this the sort of thing that's like the precursor to a hurricane? Ooh, roll wisdom with proficiency because this is sailing okay. check. Okay. Natural twenty. Yay! <laughs> uh yeah. The latter, but more, but a little bit, but more concerning than that. <laughs> oh no! Okay. It appears very. It's not absolutely constant. There is there is slight, very very slight variation, but it's pretty constant. It's uh, like there's no the whatever the source of the wind is is up ahead. It appears to be coming from a point in some way. Because it's been consistently blowing towards you without changing direction. Oh. The way it's been getting stronger, you're getting a feeling, a feeling that soon becomes borne out by evidence as you walk closer, that what you're actually feeling is the edge of much stronger winds. And over the next few minutes, you feel the wind, the wind which has become apparent, is now growing measurably stronger as you get closer to whatever the source is, and the source is not yet in sight. Okay, right. let's, let's tie each other together. Like, yeah, to each other at least. At least that way we're heavier. True. And no one's going to get blown away from each other. Yeah. Is this similar to the effect that, like, Scamp creates when they uh, cast Sustained Wind, like, in a single direction? Oh. I'm trying to think with a natural 20. Because you've got some... It's almost... It, it would almost be like that, except that Scamps is almost slightly more consistent. Right, yeah. And I'm then it basically hits imagining when Scamp casts that, it's like mm. a big hairdryer. Mm. And then it hits you. You know where you felt something faintly like this before. Well know. Once, uh, years and years ago, you ended up you, you had the opportunity to see a waterfall a big uh, big uh, there's there's one in uh, there's one uh, near mon in Kenon, mm. and you went there during some shore leave and there was a huge downpouring of water and when you stood near it, if uh, the the air being displaced by the waterfall felt like a wind rushing out at you that's oh. what this feels like. That's interesting. Huh. All right. Um, I think Coulson would express this like... This is like... This is uh, like the uh, the wind is being caused by um, a, a constant displacement. Like, I mean, there might be a great big windmill up ahead. Huh. Huh. That's really weird. Don't windmills are like the opposite of that, though? 
Like they're moved by the wind. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but the in the opposite get... direct way around, you're saying. Like a sort of yeah. mill that creates wind. The mill wind. I mean, that would be useful in some yeah. regards, but it would keep a room cool. Well, we could exactly. Power another windmill. Y- you the could. Huh. <laughs> Which could then be used to power the one creating. Yes. But whatever's um, uh, uh, <laughs> causing this um, uh, this wind is is constant, which makes me think it's artificial, or at least yeah. it's like magic. Maybe, uh, but it's not like when uh, uh, Scamp c- uh, casts wind. It, it's it, it's like when. Um, just something large is moving, and he'll elaborate the um, the story about the waterfall. You tell the story of the next ten minutes as you walk close onwards and onwards. Can we tie ourselves wind, together and yeah, strap down any your, sort of things that might you strap blow down, away? Sure, you mm. take the time to stra- while you're talking to strap down cl- uh, clothing, flappy bits. Jeffrey, Je- <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> calls him uh, ties his hat on. Yeah. Oh, like a what, what do you tie it on with? Is it's it a bit of string, or is it like a bandana? A bit of string. So you've got like a little bonnet situation. Oh, no, it's a bit of string, cute. like when it, we were underwater that one time. Oh, oh, like yeah. a party hat. Aside from, <laughs> aside from tying herself to the rest of you with a bit of rope, uh, Victory does no such preparations. You notice that all of her clothes and belongings are already secured in such a way. <laughs> yeah. Life. yeah, because that is her life. Um, but as you describe this you feel yeah as you walk forwards the winds get stronger and stronger and in the distance you hear you as Corzin finishes explaining you realise you can hear what almost sounds like um, the distant roar of the sea oh no that's putting me on edge anyone else yeah just you've got the water breathing if that helps just remember that yeah, also, that's that's the largest body of water I think any of us have encountered since we arrived here. They've got to be getting hand. it from somewhere. Like I'm a student at school. Yeah. Um, did somebody mention the blue? Yeah, do you think that's where it's, we're going? Maybe it's this one. I don't want to. Can we not go there, please? Yeah, let's turn around. It's fine. We'll just stay in the void with the weird butler forever. <laughs> is that where the, yeah, the compass is still pointing? Yeah. I'm sure Molly went by. Compass is still pointing down the path. Oh. I think the uh, uh, the compass says otherwise. Oh. Well, compass is mean. You carry on walking five minutes, ten minutes. The wind is now a constant, heavy... Uh, 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 heavy. It's not. We're not yet at the point of, of a gale, but it is a strong, sturdy sort of bl- breeze. If you had any naked flames about you, they would have blown out by this point. Um, your the clothes, that, uh, the bits of clothing that are not secured to you are flapping wildly in these uh, 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 in the tempest. You can hear the sound, the sort of sound of what you think what is this sounds like the roaring of the sea growing louder and louder and the path turns slightly and you realize you're passing one of those huge dark veils invisible Ah. otherwise invisible because as you turn around and past it you see the source of the noise and the wind 
It is a massive structure. Mm. Greater in size... Greater in size by far than the um, HMS Relentless was. I want to say something... It is comparable in size to the city centre of Crosswater. Okay. In scale. You could fit a town within it. And the whole structure you can see is... Well, or was, at least, arranged like spokes on a wheel. Or rather like several wheels, each stacked on one atop another, linked through some sort of central spindle. You can see, uh, see with your eyes and partly with your mind's eye, how each spoke was a, is a walkway of polished timber and pale stone, connecting to a huge curved deck, looking like massive quarter-circle libraries suspended in the darkness, lit, visible even from here, by gleaming crystal lights. You can see, especially causing with your like massively stereoscopic vision, like books, tomes, scrolls, uh, orchestrated like some celestial uh, uh, celestial a- uh, library of Alexandria hanging in the black Individ- uh, and how this whole archive was arrayed like some sort of massive machine individual archives designed to move, rotate, shift, reorganize according to the whims of its creators floating amid the endless dark void like a beacon of knowledge in the black you can see what must have been two dozen decks of archives turning magnificently around this central spiral. Not just books, but you can see gardens, paradis- uh, uh, collections of flora, fauna, uh, perhaps even fauna that you can't see from here, luxuriant galleries of artwork, of sculpture. And it and in and in several places it's on fire. Oh no! In other places it is shuddering. There are huge sections missing. The entire superstructure is on the verge of collapse. Oh, you no. know this because as you watch one of the archives, uh, the connection on that spindly walkway breaks. And you watch as the whole thing slowly begins to tumble, one archive crashing into two others as it falls, creating a perpetual sort of collapsing fall of but irreplaceable artwork, archives, (laughs) beauty, wealth, and yes, you can see more of these things falling down below. A, an, a, a, the sound of the collapse is like the roaring of the sea, pushing uh, air outwards in every direction. Hey, it kind of would be. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
exactly there what happened. A lot of you actually see as that archive is is crumbling, as the walkway is going, a lot of brilliant light goes through that archive Ooh. shortly before like like a fucking beam of god <laughs> out through uh, uh, setting fire to it and watching as it crumbles slowly detaching from the central symbol spindle and breaking apart and falling forever into the black as it goes as it falls away you can now see distantly as the central spindle reminiscent of a massive column of white stone banded with varnished timber walkways and huge polished jewels. You can also tell that where these domes of gemstone once may have glowed with a warm light, they are now flickering erratically, wildly pulsing with power, in places exploding violently. Vast arcs of lightning-like energy spark out from the spindle, intersecting with the archive decks and the connecting walkways, blasting holes in them, melting them, setting them ablaze. And the cause of this, even from this distant point, is clear. Something has punched with astonishing force into the very core of the spindle. Shattering everything oh, in its kidding. path and destabilizing whatever is powering the core. Well, if it's our fault, everything's ah. our fault. It's always our fault. The path, the path uh, you can see veers upwards towards the edge of the arc. Oh, and you see one of the archives slowly swinging past the end of the path. Um. You've got maybe a minute to get there uh, to get there before the archive passes, and you have to wait for the next one. Run, run, <laughs> run! Okay, so <laughs> hello. We're going to be having a lot of skill checks this uh, uh, this episode. Uh, can I please ask everyone for an athletics check, please? <laughs> I'm going to tides because I know what my athletic mm. score is. And it's not a positive number. That's not uh, bad. 28. Um, um, that's a 6. Um, that's a 20. Dirty. That's but a considering six blood magic, with it's advantage. not bad. Hmm? 6 with advantage. Even okay. with blood magic, yours, <laughs> your modifier is substantially higher than mine. Yeah. The, uh, I get to hold two. <laughs> you, uh, you scramble up the shattered walkway as the archive swings by. You ju- uh, causing you you leap on uh, nimbly onto an open bit of gallery first. Uh, uh, you grab uh, Celestia and uh, uh, sorry, you grab Victory as she come uh, uh, comes on board. Celestia, you make it on next, and the three of you reach out and grab hold of Scamp and pull them on <laughs> just <laughs> before the uh, uh, the uh, the entryway swings past. Uh, the walkway. It's a good thing I use tides, otherwise I'd have rolled a zero. Oh no! <laughs> you look up. You look up and around and inside. You, the, uh, you are in one of the archives. This vast library or museum. Everywhere you look, there are huge stacks of shelves filled with tubes that look like scroll cases. Small glass cabinets with numerous, innumerable strange curiosities and artifacts. There are. You look up, you can see there are still a dozen, specifically 12, archive structures remaining encircling the central spindle. And you can also see 
This entryway, there is a, there is a an archway over it, and inscribed in gigantic, which Corzin can read, mm-hmm. all answers are found here. Seek, and we broke it. And you shall find. Okay, so here's the thing. This getting to different parts of this, uh, getting to the central spindle, and also getting to the uh, to where the compass is pointing you is going to involve a lot or is going to involve skill challenges. Um, each skill challenge is going and I'm just gonna make a note of these. Uh, there we go. One, two, three, four. Okay. So each of these skill challenges uh, is going to work as the skill challenge uh, rules we established before. But I'm going to play them a little bit more more clearly for the most part. One of you can take the lead at any point. Uh, another PC, another player can help, but you can't mm-hmm. be active. Uh, you can't you can't act in the next round. You can't help in the next round. You cannot be this. Uh, you cannot be the active player in two rounds in a row. At any time, as a party, and if any of you do this, it counts as the party use. You may attempt to loot something, hmm. like loot things from the archive. It will give. It will count as a disadvantage on the skill challenge roll. But there is the opportunity to get something of potentially irreplaceable value from the from the the the, 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 the falling archive. So, <laughs> uh, on that subject of which, the first challenge is as follows: uh, from here, you are okay. You've made your way onto. An archive. You're within the archive itself, though, uh, and there are slightly manoeuvring and moving little corridors within it. Now you've re- uh, you've come out into a sort of uh, you have come out into a little sort of observation deck from which you can see the, much of the rest of the archive, but you are not near one of the walkways that is going to lead towards the totem. Uh, I think you assume. Not yet, at any rate. Um, In fact, you're not 100% sure, even on the central spire, that from from your current angle, where precisely the totem crashed in because of uh, of the presence of all of the different wreckage. So your first decision is... Are you going straight? Are you going to try and find uh, retrieve the totem first, or are you going to try and find the vampirism cure first? Hmm. We need the totem more. Yeah. Yeah. Because if the totem's gone, the totem's gone. Yeah. And the other totem becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and don't forget, you also have currently in the lead box the uh, the compass that looks for other compasses. We yep. do. We should get that out, actually, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You. You. Uh, one thing to remember is it's an either or. You can look for the compass for another compass, or 
you can look for uh, for the vampirism cure. You can't have them both at once. You can't once. have them both at once because one just looks for the other. Like, right, if you've okay. got both compasses out, the compass that looks for the nearest compass will just point to the one in your hand. Yeah, um, sure. I, I vote that we get out the compass and that, that looks, looks for other compasses until, and the totem. Until we've got the totem. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Because if we don't get it, everything's fucked anyway, isn't it? Yeah. All right. In which case... <laughs> You switch out your compasses. As soon as you, it, the compass initially points towards the lead box until you slam it shut. The moment the lead box is, is slammed shut, it veers suddenly off in a uh, in a sort of leftwards-ish direction, mm. uh, and you realise it's leading you deeper into this archive. Looks mm, uh, like we're already on the right track. It's giving you some pretty clear uh, directions. Uh, as you start scrambling your way through, however, you swift you realize that the arc within the archive itself there is a continuous just barrage of different shelves, uh, art- uh, uh, items, uh, artifacts, huge statues, things that were originally probably quite safely secured and uh, and oriented. Um, <laughs> which have now shifted around. You're going to need to pick your way through the debris and wreckage. Who would like to take the lead on this and how? How do you want to find the best way through this? Is it a climbing situation? Or... It could be if you want that to take that route. The, the main obstacle is that the path ahead is either obscured by wreckage or just confusing with lots of shelves out of order and uh, and, the, uh, and it's not clear what is an actual path you can take and what is a dead end. <coughs> would moving things telekinetically to clear a path help? It would most certainly. What's, what level uh, spell is that? It's a fifth. I okay, can move then up to a will... thousand pounds at a time. Yes, uh, if you want to take that lead scamp. Yeah, let's do that. It lasts for ten minutes, so Cracking. as long as I'm concentrating, I can okay. just keep Brilliant. throwing things. Just keep throwing things. Okay, out. You... excellent. Let's do that. Okay, you cast uh, you cast the uh, the telekinesis spell and just uh, and just start ripping, pulling things aside. Give me out this, the way. Uh, you don't even need to roll. That is a straight up success. Uh, as, oh, yeah. you, uh, as you begin uh, pushing your brute force through. the situation with magic, um, yeah. scrolls, tomes, knickknacks, artifacts uh, fling to either side. You move an entire set of stacks just Whoa. away <laughs> as countless gigantic journals uh, hit the floor. I want to pick up the nearest book and look in it. I don't know why. Can I just do. like pull some books towards us as well? Just pile. There's a couple of them because there's so much information okay. here. Uh, this you this all... could be the largest amount of like structural damage from one thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. And for us, um, that is impressive. Okay, you we've grab, done some shit. As you as you run, you grab things uh, and go. It was a guaranteed success. You will get something. Uh, I'm going to ask each of you to roll a d20, please. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen. Sixteen. Thirteen. Fifteen, sixteen, and thirteen. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, you each grab... One moment. Uh, 
So I'm just making a quick note here. Uh, none of you, all those 15, 6, sorry, say that again. 13, 15, and 16. 16. Oh, okay. All right then. Uh, so 13 and 15. Uh, so the one who, people who got 13 and 15, please mark down. You get a curio. You get curio. something odd and shove it into your... Uh, 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 so that you can inspect later. Uh, but it's not immediately obvious what that is. Okay. Um, Celestia, you get a magical curio. <laughs> Again, you're too busy shoving it into Something. your... Uh, you're too, you're too busy shoving it into your uh, into your bag to really pay attention to what it is. Um, cool. And there we go. I'm making a note of, the, of all of these. Uh, I'm basically putting together a quick a quick little table for you. All right. So you grab uh, you do all grab an item. Uh, so uh, you as you're making your way towards the. Is going to be the compass first. All right. Uh, as you make a walk towards the compass, uh, everything seems to be going pretty well until you hear the tell a telltale sort of screeching oh, no. uh, and a crashing sound from above. Scamp is too busy focusing on the um, uh, too busy focusing on the. On maintaining telekinesis, clearing the path ahead. But Celestia and Corzin, both of you see the ceiling about to cave in over um, uh, uh, over Scamp's head. You have a section. You have a second to react. Go! We go! We no! 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 Thunderwave. <laughs> okay, uh, you reacted first. So Thunderwave. Uh, I'm going. What level is that? That's uh, one, isn't one, it? Yeah. Can I ask you to? Uh, you did loot on the previous round, so I'm counting. So, but you would get advantage from casting the spell. So, can I ask for uh, an Arcana? Yep. Yeah, Arcana. It would be. Is that, is that in this edition? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You confused me with the advantage. That's why I'm looking at you for now. Is it advantage or not? It's not. Cool. You would get advantage, but you got disadvantage for looting. That so it balances it. <laughs> Lol. Um. <laughs> Give me a minute. Uh, that's my Arcana 8. Can I ban luck at all? Uh, it would not make a difference. Uh, okay, so the first. This is your first failure. Do um, a quick knee slide. You try. It doesn't go well. You uh, thwack. Uh, so you thwack uh, a scamp, but you're not quite fast enough, or, or you slightly misjudge the degree of collapsing ceiling. Uh, with that, the. Uh, not just the ceiling falls through, but a mountain of books and also one statue uh, comes smashing down. Scamp, can I ask for a deck save, please? <laughs> Nine. Okay, so uh, Scamp, if I ca- you are going to take... Hold up, I've got this written down. All right, let's do that. One, two, okay, you take six 
10, 16, 22, 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! Uh, I maintain concentration with a 28. Okay. Uh, You do not lose the telekinesis. And a 9. Thank you for the warcaster. All right. The... Uh, Okay, so... The good news is you you have telekinesis and you are able to start lifting the books off yourself. Ow. Ow. The bad news is... That uh, radiant arc of lightning has also now set the books and the immediately surrounding archive on fire. Thunderwave isn't lightning, is it? No. But you look up and you can Uh, see there is now a massive hole from where one of those lightning arcs from the central spindle has shot through, blasted out the, uh, the, uh, the, the floor above you, set it on fire, and there is now just a cascade of raining pe- uh, scroll, uh, flaming scrolls, uh, artifacts, and the like. Is there fire oh, on shit. scan? Uh, not yet, although there That's is fire fun. on the... There is more important... There is more the case that the fire is now surrounding all of your ways out and is on the books on Scamp, but has not yet hit Scamp. Uh, as ever, you can take the opportunity to loot doing any of these checks, yeah. uh, even while it's not, things are on fire. Uh, Celestia and Scamp... Uh, uh, so, Scamp can act, uh, can act uh, again, as can Corzin. How do you want to solve the fire, the, uh, the Ring of Fire problem? Johnny Cash is not available. (laughs) (laughs) Because Celestia's already used their action. You got any thoughts, Kalza, before I just do do something again? Okay, so um, if we're encircled by fire, is it. um, it, Is the amount of uh, flames between us and the other side um, quite wide, or is it like just a thin circle? Um, thin but growing. It's the problem is that the the books have sort of uh, the fallen books have created a barrier around you, and they are themselves on fire. And apparently, right. this dr- they were kept in some amazingly dry, like you know, low humidity states because they are going up like a Tyrian candle. No, uh, okay. storm sorcerer has any weather magic? Uh, I mean, unless you've got a quick solution, Carlsen. Um. <laughs> This is true, actually, and so, uh, uh, and as you say this, uh, probably not as good as uh, uh, as uh, uh, victory does in this uh, situation. Victory frowns. Says, I think I could. I don't have anything to. Actually, does victory have anything that would just put out fires? Um, Sadly, I do, but okay. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you're busy. You're, you're, you're I'm on my knees. Busy. Yep. Um, victory goes. Oh, I can give you. I can give you a hand with some uh, with some gusts of uh, with some gusts of wind. Victory is um, offering to assist you, Corson. Okay, um, Corson then is going to go. All right, I've got an idea. We need something that isn't flammable, and uh, he is going to go up to the the edge of the uh, the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, can. Can I see what is beyond it, or is it obscured from me currently? Uh, you can see; it's just full of fire. Um, right. What, okay. What is beyond is uh, is a corridor that was previously cleared by Scamp's telekinesis. Okay, then I believe for the first time, Corson is going to cast Grasping Vine. 
Ooh. Which is what um, what this looks like is the uh, the ambivalent octopus basically um, uh, detaches from Urkels and floats over to a um, an empty patch of floor. And basically, just sticks all of its arms into the ground, and the arms pop up somewhere else. And it's going to uh, use the ability that the uh, grasping vine has to grab something and. Usually this is used for um, creatures, but there's nothing to say that it can't be used on objects as well. Uh, it is going to grab hold of stuff and just pull it 20 feet at a time away from where it currently is, creating a pathway for us with something that isn't flammable. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that the main, ob- the main obstacle here is just spotting the non-flammable thing. Uh, perception, and yes, you can do this with advantage. Okay. Well, I mean, it's actually going to be the um, the vine itself that is pulling oh, yeah, but you the, need to the stuff away. To oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm rolling with advantage. What a, like per- what type uh, of perception, is this? please? Perception. Great. Cool. All right. Okay, that is a twenty-five. Okay, you spot. I did mention there was a, there was a, a statue among the things that fell on Scamp, and as Scamp raises it into the air, Yoink. the octopus's uh, limbs stretch out, grab hold of the statue, and pull it like a moving high-speed fire break through the flaming books, scattering them and clearing a path for you all to stumble through. Okay. The um. The statue uh, flings up, uh, up uh, goes by, uh, uh, flings uh, through with enough force that it smashes through the wall of nice. <laughs> the vine that uh, the, the octopus is rooted into, and then crumbles downwards through some weak flooring beyond. As the four of you scramble up to it, you can see there is some sort uh, that it has smashed into some sort of like vertical trophy cabinet just full of different uh, curios and knickknacks and the compass is sort of pointing it takes a moment for you to alternate it to realize is pointing downwards to the uh, to the floor below um Coulson gives the octopus a high eight (laughs) (laughs) uh okay the uh you can see that there. Uh, when I say a, a, a tall sort of um, path, a, a tall sort of uh, thingy bob, by the way, uh, I do ju- a, 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 a tall display case. I mean, like a tall display case. Uh, okay. There appears to be some sort of shallow pool, or maybe deep pool. It's kind of hard to tell. Of what you think is water at the base of it, some. 60, 70 feet below. Um, Which is also, which seems to lead, uh, and you can just make out that the the, the, little flow to it, it seems to lead to some sort of passage somewhere else. And the compass is pointing down Down. that way. We all have canonically water breathing on us, don't we? We do. Yeah. Um, Um, Can we loot as we go through this section? Yes, you can. uh, Everyone roll a d20. uh, So this is a looting round. Yep. Uh, oh, it's a twenty. Four. Uh, okay. Give me loots. Twenty for ten. Okay, so uh, four. You grab a book. Mark down. You have a book. Uh, I have a book. book. A ten. 
Uh, mm-hmm. You grab a scroll. Mark a scroll. Down. You have a scroll. Okay. Scamp, you grab some sort. You grab a scroll, a scroll as well, but you notice that it seems to be mark uh, that it seems to be made of brilliant silvery and complex looking uh, metallic paper uh, where the top where the top of the scroll case comes off you slam it back on and pocket it please mark down you have a unique scroll um so okay 20 it is uh all right so your next challenge uh your next challenge is related to going down this uh, d- down this trophy cabinet uh, and the sixty foot drop. How heavy was that statue? What we've just come out used as a barrier. Uh, well, the statue, uh, which in fairness has smashed through this, and you can now see is resting in the pool of water. Ah, Is there anything <laughs> that is strong enough to hold all the people and? Combined, we wouldn't make weigh more than a thousand pounds. That is an excellent question. Uh, it's probably not been ten minutes yet. It's yeah. not been ten minutes. Uh, just about. You're still. You're still just within time. I'm going to. I'm going to call this. Is there a piece of fallen debris we'd all fit on? This is an intelligence or perception check. Oh, can someone else lead it, or does it, it have to be me? Can't be. Can't be scam. Oh, sorry, it can't. It can't be causing or victory. Celeste, um, can I help you look for a thing? Yes, yes, you can. Quickly describe what it is you need to find. Uh, so you are assisting Celestia, which negates the disadvantage from searching. Oh, uh, twenty-four. Okay. Hold on to my sorcery points then. You've uh, you looking around. You see what appears to be a burnished bronze shield with ornamental patterning. Oh, I think it's pretty. It. Yeah. Um, which can just about fit all four of you plus Jeffrey and Marjorie onto it. So glad we didn't bring Stormy. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this would be oh, awful if we brought Stormy. And using that, you uh, you all stand on it and it's uh, and and lower it down as you as you descend some sort of strange potted uh vine lashes out with toxic looking thorns and is immediately flapped downwards by the descending shield which safely <laughs> protects you from whatever dangers that might have reminded along the way okay with a uh, with a uh, you the the shield lands comfortably, and you notice, uh, and you uh, and you notice, look, suddenly very uh, uh, lands comfortably on this pool of water. Uh, you step off the pool into another room. Uh, what do you want to do with the shield, by the way? Is the water definitely water? Pulling the shield up, you notice it's a little looking a lot cleaner on the underside. Oh, I thought that looked dodgy. <laughs> right, no one touched the terrible corrosive thing. Right, thanks for the warning. Shall uh, I? Was it, did we want, no, we wanted caustic, not corrosive, for candles. Um, <laughs> so the that said, you not the, just any caustic thing. <laughs> That's not how it works. You you come to a new uh, to a room. That appears to also be some sort of massive construction or machine. The first thing you 
the first thing everyone except Corzin notices is where the compass is pointing to. Resting on the side of what looks like a desk or panel full of strange looking little uh, complex runes, dials and glyphs, there is a silvery looking compass that is just lazily spinning slowly around. Hmm. An, un- an unset compass of finding the way. Yeah, you run and grab the secret compass. <laughs> Cause yep. it. Yep. Your eyes, almost all of them, are caught by the massive map that fills mm. one whole wall of this structure. Oh. A representation of Calcinia, the globe mm. stretched and distorted to fit a two-dimensional image, but rendered in vivid colour and a finer detail than any map you've ever seen. It's more complete, too. You catch sight of the full coastline of Thernon, the as yet not fully explored continent far <laughs> to the east and it is greater in scope than any cartographer to date would believe you can see whole land masses you've never seen or heard of including a massive one just covering the southmost portion of the map and a chain wow. of archipelagos in the space you know is hidden by the ever squall Oh no. Oh, I need this map. I'm really I, sorry, I but what's really need this map. Uh, it's Chains of Islands. Cool. So I've described a chain of chains. Um, <laughs> what? Chain, so- of chain of Chains of Islands. <laughs> yeah, chain of Chains of Islands. But it's basically, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah it's like, so, it's, it's like so- seeing into the centre of that giant swirling uh, swirling storm and finding, um, uh, 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 and, fi- uh, and finding the Philippines. Oh right. shit, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Nor is this map fully two-dimensional. It appears to be painted with oils, but the oil paint is layered in a broadly topographical fashion. Oh, it's an ordnance survey. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we put it in a little plastic container, like a little plastic folder, and wear it around our necks on string, and get some hiking Um, boots, and then walk into the squall. Interesting (laughs) to you, Corsair. Mm-hmm. are several gleaming red circles. Circles whose location you would recognise on any map. Oh. St. Gregorsville. Mm-hmm. Right. Monraven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barnacle Point. Kion. Others. All most known to you. How big is this map? Uh, it is... Comfortably the size of a cinema screen. Oh, balls. Okay. Um, it, however, you're looking at this dashboard, which is much more size, which is size for someone probably taller than, definitely taller than Celestia, but small enough for you to be able to reach and interact with. Right. You can see there are a lot of notations that appear to be scribed on flat metal plates uh, written in gigantic which you have a gist of and there is also writing on points in gigantic on the map as well you can see 
on uh, you can see in one uh, the, a label written at the base of the map in gigantic, which broadly translates to Titanic action. You can see huh. two sets of numbers in one corner of the, one of the displays, written in gigantic numerals. Okay. Um, two point, sorry, twenty-five point nine point two nine eight eight. The second number, twenty-five point nine point three zero three eight. What is that first one again, Madame? Twenty-five point nine. Point two nine eight. Sorry, actually, that wouldn't be twenty five now. Twenty seven point nine. I need to correct for that. Twenty seven point nine point two nine eight eight, and twenty seven point nine point three zero three eight. Oh, my brain shut down as I was trying to write those. Someone else left to do that. Nine. Point twenty nine eighty eight. And okay, then twenty seven point nine point Thirty thirty eight. Thirty thirty eight. I've written yeah. thirty eight and three, so yeah. that went well. Three zero three. This is where my dyslexia really yeah. shines and my auditory processing yeah. just shuts down. This is where you get your friends to write it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. The there's a complex series of labels, dials, and glyphs aboard a dashboard uh, across a dashboard below the map, mm-hmm. sized up for someone about f- at least four times your height, causing. And you can also see a small gemstone with a clear marking on it in gigantic, which says, help. Huh. All right, this is... This... Oh, wow. All right. Um, yeah, this is a lot. Um, if, if the boat was, like, folded up as tight as it would go, would it fit right. in the bag? Celestia, if we cannot take this with you. us... Yeah? If you cannot take this with us, I am going to have to ask you to... Um, uh, use the eye to look at this moment. No guarantee we can see it here, remember? Yeah. I can try. <sighs> I'm perfectly happy to, but there are no guarantees. I'm going to try and look at as much of this map with my augmented brain as I possibly can. Okay, you can yes. also get a pen and paper out and make notes if you want. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is so, there a way we can get it off the wall? It appears to be the wall. Oh shit, yeah. okay, it's a wall. Um, it's like It's like trying to get an oil painting painted onto the wall right. as far as you can tell would you describe a wall as an object <laughs> <laughs> that could perhaps be animated <laughs> just to come with us no that's not uh, gonna I work. would describe this as a gigantic sized object oh it's not yeah. huge um, well, I possibly will gargantuan. make as many notes and look as much of it as right, I possibly everyone can everyone take right. a section as well yeah. everyone yeah. else uh, take a section and we'll um, start sketching yeah, yeah. the yeah the bu- uh, the gemstone that says help softly flashes. Yeah, no, Jeffrey, press the button. <laughs> Jeffrey wakes up and push it and taps on taps a palm gemstone. You hear a soft voice say, uh, "Say, who's this?" In gigantic, causing you're the only one who's fluent to yep. gigantic. Please state your request. Oh, it's asking us uh, what we want, so... Uh, tell we want. A portable version of this! Yes, tell it. Is there a smaller version of this map? Smaller versions of the... Right. Smaller static versions are accessible... Uh, of this map are accessible within the archive. To best use this map, 
please state a broad query. Your last query, there is a pause, relates to tracking the movement and actions of titans within recent uh, within the last 150 years. Okay. When, when was that query made? Can you find out? Yes, um... And by who, if it knows? Please state what the current date is. The current date is the 27th of... The 27th of Granite, mm-hmm. 3038. Different calendar. I'm a, uh, Sam, I'm just assuming that you're translating this because yeah, yeah, I am. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so that's and uh, causing points to um, the second set of numbers, like uh, twenty-seven nine. I assume then is yeah. uh, is granite thirty thirty-eight. Yes. Yes. Um, we need. We don't have much time. What What can we usefully ask it? You right. can for yes. more complex queries. Uh, queries. This system can assist you in using the in using the map of seeking to find what it is you want to know. All right. Uh, Current queries are uh, are constrained towards Titanic action. If you have queries relating towards any of the Titans, yep, yep. Uh, how, 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 how do you kill? How to kill? Kill the Titan? Kill the Kraken? All right, all right. Specifically. Uh, um. Where is uh, well, uh, displayed just the um, uh, the activity of the kraken? There is a, uh, several portions of the uh, of the map uh, of the interface light up. The uh, and the voice unhelpfully states, "Please make use of the interface. I can provide some tutorial advice." You realize. You're going to need to take a bit of time to get the interface to answer your question. This yeah. is, this is this is Clippy, you know. Uh, this right, is, it's yeah. not it, it's not the computer from Star Trek. It um, looks like you're trying to uh, kill the Kraken. Would you like some help um, with that? But you realize that you do. Uh, <laughs> You do realise, however, as you skim through, that you are able to get some information with your rudimentary understanding of Gigantic, and I'm going to say it takes you... Alright, you're picking this up initially. Mm -hmm. It takes you three minutes... To get uh, to get the, uh, the, the uh, this to start giving you the response you want, uh, you first of all realize that it's originally set to track three different things. You flick between them. The first you flick at one setting, um, all of them, all the circles disappear. Second setting, all the set- circles are gone. Third setting. It returns to the set uh, uh, to the uh, uh, to, to just uh, the same circles you had before. Right. So you this reckon you're currently now tracking the actions of the kraken specifically. Uh, okay. If it can't tell us how to kill it, can it tell us if it's ever been seriously injured? Uh, I want you to. I, w- I want you to clarify because you did not. Uh, because we haven't asked. You are trying asked. to. You're trying like causing. 
you have to manipulate the machine to give you information. Okay, so with the um the yeah. the highlighted bits. Have you actually bits, asked? Yeah, <laughs> please, please ask it. Because I'm going to go insane if you don't ask it how to kill the kraken. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, with the um uh the, the highlighted things. Um. Uh. I will actually just outright say, uh, what is the most effective uh means for uh, uh killing a kraken? There's a brief pause. These menus should help establish your crew. You st- you take to the device. You start uh, pushing in different effect, uh, uh, pr- uh, manipulating the dials. You realise that while it, it the whatever whatever intelligence is uh, assisting this machine can give you a push in the right direction, it's more like you're having to search through far too many options half only a fraction of which makes sense uh you realize you like your first search just gives you the kraken's heartbeat which right. is not what you want um, how fast is it um pretty slow interesting um but... actually if it shows me the kraken's heartbeat <laughs> is it like showing me a diagram of what the interior workings of the kraken look like um is it Oh, in fact, I will say that as you try doing this, uh, a portion of the map, the oil oil melts away, Whoa. and a Whoa. representation side on of the kraken, drawn in breathtaking art, uh, appears, just Whoa. manifesting out of the pigments, as if it is swimming through the sea. Gross uh, weaknesses. Um. You're, it's giving you, you're getting, you're continuing with your first search, however, as you do so. So you're trying to, like, I mean, this is up to you. You you can divert to try and find the Kraken's weaknesses, and you can probably find that information. Or you can just carry on searching for how, yeah, what, how to best kill this, which is kind of connected to it. Actually, a a thing that it might be able to tell us, given what we already know, is, um, of all of these incidents... Was there any in which it was seriously injured? Okay, so you are searching for serious injuries to the Kraken and how to best kill it. Yes. Okay, these are close enough that they come within the same umbrella of a question. Okay. Which is going to become relevant. Takes you another three minutes as you as, as you start to go through. You're getting a bit distracted by the diff- by your companions, like offering you different variations on the same general thrust. Yeah, no, it's fair. <laughs> um, you do get a little information. Um, uh, information, as far as you can tell, uh, it is. Uh, it, it does have some records that come up. Uh, for one thing. Completely immune to light to any sort of lightning or electrical damage. Fair. Um, Victory stays home. It also. Uh, it also does. Uh, you also learn the weaknesses uh, that, as far as you can tell, uh, ordinary weapons not made of adamantium mm-hmm. don't appear to. Uh, uh, there's a record noting. It, Attempts to uh, uh, only adamantine spears has, uh, were successfully able to pierce its hide uh, on okay. one occasion. Uh, that you do find records which are frustratingly scant on detail 
of the Kraken taking injury and being driven away, but never successfully being killed. Um, the, so that's weaknesses, injuries. Does it now, say when Most that effective was? method. Uh, the dates, yes, okay. When the, so when that last yeah. happened would be... Uh, okay, the most recent attack... Uh, the most recent annotated attack mm-hmm. on the Kraken as opposed to the most recent uh, attack that drove it off, which was mm-hmm. about 30 years ago at St. Gregorsville, and you know this because, uh-huh. yeah. because of your yeah. research, uh, is dated back to... Uh, to I'm going to make a quick note of this. No, no. Come back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, making right. notes, uh, digital notes here, and it turns out that the uh, interface is a little different than what I expected. Uh, and the diff- uh, so that would be fantasy meets reality. Yeah, <laughs> um, got it. Seventeen eighty-two. Uh, it's on their down. calendar. Yeah, it's marked down as O two four seventeen eighty-two. Okay, O two four seven eight. Two. Yeah, and you also, but as you drain through, you realise that there are more annotations. These don't seem to be written by anyone in particular, uh, or at least that you can tell of. But as you, as you, uh, uh, but you, you realise you're hitting something, something that seems, and you realise that there is a regeneration happening, right, of some kind, some sort but- of uh, restorative power that affects the kraken. Okay, slightly different tack, but... Um, no, um, you're getting the answer oh, okay. to this damn question. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> before you try and scam extra answers out of me. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Because, like, there are a limited number of questions. And if I, I'm going to say, as you are getting this question... No, I'm gonna, let's, let's just establish the stake, please. The stakes, please, because you hear the crackling and crumbling sound. You look out the window, you've spent six minutes working on this question. Yeah. A lance of lightning spears out of the central column, bisecting one of the archives. Oh, it starts light. crumbling and falling to the ground. You have 11 archives remaining. Okay. While um, I am answering this question. question. Thank you. Yeah. Please just ask. <laughs> this right. is, yeah. It's a deliberately confusing system which requires time to use, but. Yeah. You do get an answer. Um, rather, the question, uh, the question of the most effective way to kill the kraken. You realize you are able to draw together that the kraken does seem to be able to be injured by things that aren't lightning, by, by not by mundane weapons, but yes, mm-hmm. by adamantine weapons right. or sufficiently powerful force. However. Once it grows weak enough, you realize from this sort of almost like this this drawing, this record of the Kraken, mm-hmm. um, and this appears. This is this is in all of the records from the last hundred and fifty years. Okay. Though not, it would seem, from the annotated record from their time, seventeen eighty two, for so from uh, from uh, uh, all that time ago. Um. Once the Kraken is injured enough, 
it begins to regenerate, to heal, uh, far in excess of any injuries it receives at that point. Okay. The map is able to track this, however, and following this, furiously typing as as this as that as that archive collapses in the distance, you realize that it can it draws a magical connection between the kraken and something at the very center of the archipelago within oh, the other no. school. Kraken okay. has the holy grail. Kraken has the holy grail. Yep. That appears uh, that the Kraken appears to be attuned to or anchored to in some way. That pre- uh, uh, and you realize, unless you can get rid of whatever is regenerating it, the Kraken cannot be killed. Okay. So that answers your question. What's yep. the most effective way to kill the Kraken? Get rid of whatever uh, uh, of its source okay. of eternal healing. That is. You, you built a lot of side questions out of this. I'm going to be sterner, but you've got one question. You have also... Uh, you, you can stay here and continue to ask it questions if you want. I know there are other questions I'm sure any of you would like to ask this machine. Yep. Time, the only price you will pay I mean, is time. This one said it only does Titanic shit, doesn't it? Oh, it's currently mm. set to Titanic shit, but yeah. anything related to... Anything, uh, but it can. Uh, I will say just to take this: if there's anything related to Titans, the Kraken, at all, that okay. whole sphere, this is your chance to ask questions. Uh, um, all right. How do we stop the world from ending? Like, can we ask it that? Is that a thing? Is that related to Titans? Um, I mean, can we change what it's set to? You can um, try. You, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, like. Okay, what yeah. are the parameters here? Does it only do Titans? What are we talking? Uh, right. I'm we all say, have these questions okay. that you asked us to get. That's what fine. are we doing? Ask the, are there other rooms? Okay, Celestia says Asa asks, How do you how do we stop the world from ending? Do you ask this question to the helpful help device, Corson? Yes. Okay, a Nothing different set of panels shows up. <laughs> it looks like you can skimming through the gigantic on it it looks like you can change the search parameters it seems that there are some search parameters that might give you an answer to this somehow inexplicably um but it will require you to change off from titanic questions so you got so you kind of have a choice you can you don't know for sure whether you can ask it about the kraken again mm-hmm. after this uh, after you change topics, but you know that you can change topics right. to how do I stop the world from ending? Okay, okay. we are so sure you I you are. collectively need to make a choice about what your next question will be. How many questions do we can ask? Can we do we have time for one more? I don't know. Like the only other uh, question I uh, wanted to we ask we also need what... to get the things <laughs> yes. really bad otherwise we're all fucked and we can't do anything anyway the only other question I, I wanted to ask was what were the uh, limits of the uh, the Kraken's perception like what can and can't it see um, how burning is this causing because that might be something we can find elsewhere potentially I don't fine know. Let, let's uh, try and ask about the end of the world then okay so Fred, your question is, 
so please state your question clearly to me, and this will guide the okay. the the the, 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 the tra- like the manipulation of the machine. How do we stop the apocalypse happening? whatever form it might have. Okay, you begin furiously working. I'm going to say this takes like 10 minutes of yep. solid like skimming because it's completely changed the, the search parameters. Yep. Um, you, uh, but you realize that this can do any number of things, including apparently f- projections, brackets, future. Wow. I was going okay. for Kraken's eye. That's why my thoughts went. Mm, no, 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 absolutely. And there, there, no, no. There, and there is a side note, which seems to, uh, which seems to, I don't have a small pic. And as this comes up, you do actually that's that picture of the Kraken moves uh, from the center of the big board to one corner, and seems to be connected to this ongoing, uh, to this ongoing query, as well. Um, all right, you you see an opportunity to, uh, to uh, I'm going to I'm going to tempt you with bait. By the way, mm-hmm. you see an opportunity uh, as you are looking to uh, to follow a different line of query t- to answer a question of how the Kraken connects to the end of the world because you are doing world-ending queries. Think of it as like, sorry, is it connected then? You don't know, but if there is a connection, this machine could give you an answer. It will just take time to find. Your first question, though. You begin skimming through, and you find you can't effectively operate the simulations of the future system. Okay. But you do find someone else could. Someone else did. You find logs, records... Oh from someone called Logos who had apparently looked into this extensively um there are hundreds and hundreds there are potentially hundreds of different records uh viewing possible futures ways the world could go talking about uh trying to use trying to you uh, uh, to uh, to tap through through the titan uh, through the, through what is referred to as the power of Circe to perceive how the world could uh, uh, might end and how to avert it and as you kind of you finally reach a summary paragraph right at the end there are dozens of ways for the world to end every simulation I have run Civilization reaches a point where it can destroy itself. The only way to stop the world from ending is to build a society that can learn from its mistakes. We're fucked. Surviving that threshold cannot be imposed from the top down like a stern parent. It must come from the bottom up. It is the great tragedy of our empire that we cannot see this that we and we can never build a society that could avert the end of the world should we kill ourselves in the distance (laughs) a second of the archives Um, uh, crumbles I think we need to go yeah Uh, but also I want to go back in time and punch this person so bad (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, come on! <sighs> we need to get the things. We need to get the and things. And then try and come back if we want any more answers. Yeah, agreed. I don't think we'll be able to come back. Oh, I think we need to find a time to see if we can look back at this place and see other people finding answers. Yeah. Yeah, that would be very helpful. All right. If we're sure we're ready to go, I, there's no guarantee this archive will even still be standing. I think we just have to not answer the questions we really want to answer because there's so many things I want to know. Um, we I mean, can't risk like being stuck here. Takes ten minutes, right? Yeah. We can't. We just can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things I want to know. Uh, this is no. All right. The, uh, in which case, your next choice is, are you going to the central spindle, or do you want to whip out the other uh, compass? We need to find our thing. We need yeah, we need to get the, the totem first. All right. You, the good news is, you can see, uh, you can see the central spire. Um, from here, it's, there is a doorway which leads out towards uh, one of the, uh, which leads out towards a, a broad open gallery. You scramble onto it and you can see from here uh, that there is a spindling, uh, one of those spindling glass, stone, and timber walkways leading up towards the central spire. Uh, it is a little terrifying scrambling your way up it as arcs of lightning burst in every direction <laughs> from the wreck wreckage of the spire um and more than that there are actually several uh, uh, there are several points that different walkways enter into some of the walkways have increasingly more unstable looking crossing points beneath them and as you get towards that central spire point, everything ahead of you is just a wreck of pale stone and collapsed, beautiful shattered jewels. You are having trouble even figuring out where within this central spire the totem is. How would you like to find it? Uh... Can we follow the path of destruction? <laughs> you can. Do you want to methodically trace your way through the path of destruction, or do you want to like step back, look at the whole thing, and see if you can spot more clues? Um, I could do another telekinesis and cause, and you could look. Could you, if you just tell me what to move to show different bits, right? Actually, you've yeah, got a better chance of who spotting. Who wants it. help from the rainbow bit? Who um, wants that? Give it to cause, and I'll just move things around. Okay. Do, do I, looking at the uh, situation, does it seem likely to me it's within a thousand feet right now? Uh, you yes, you have gotten within a thousand. Locate objects close to the central spot. Yes. Okay, I will. Let, I will say you get advantage on your uh, on a survival check to track this. I will in. do telekinesis to move things out the way. Yes. Okay, so um, advantage on a survival moment. check. Right. And you Oops. have inspiration? If you right, well, uh, the survival no, that I, I is... I because... Oh, you wouldn't bother. Never mind. 27. 27 on the survival. <laughs> okay, you... Yeah, with locate... I had an advantage, though, because yeah, one of those lo- was a two. <laughs> with locate object assisting you, you peer forwards, and you see 
Ah, no, it's off to the left of where you thought the initial wreckage was. There is a, a, a one of the lances must have brought more down to create a, a, a different path. There, it's right there. Okay, grabbing it. The there are a, there is exhaustive wreckage in the way, filled with dangerously sparkly energy. But with telekinesis, Out you are easily able to fling sections away. Um, as you scramble on, however, Thank you, the you see you hear another Uh-oh. crackling as a titanic arc of power emanates from a shattered gemstone the size of like a fucking dinner table uh, nearby. It strikes one of the archives, uh, which, uh, which, uh, which begins to fall into the abyss. As well, you see the uh, this giant gemstone crack further, and a cascade of strange, distorting waves begins to pulse out in every direction. Uh, you need to find a safe point spot for shelter. Cool. Someone uh, scamps the last one to take the lead because of the telekinesis. So cause yep. in all. Uh, or um, Celestia, uh, I need. Uh, how do you want to shelter from the cascade of terrifying distortions uh, that are coming out? Scamp is busy clearing the way at the moment, and the telekinesis is occupied. Is there a piece of fallen rubble we can huddle under? Uh, potentially. Can I ask you to make a stealth check to find the Certainly. largest piece you can hide under? Okay. Natural 20! <laughs> I will say, as you... Natural 20. As you slide underneath, uh, you all spot a a fallen... Uh, a fallen uh, display case that somehow managed to uh, collapse here from one of the... Uh, the ar- when one of the archives must have s- uh, uh, smashed. Uh, you can all roll a d20 and grab something. Everybody under here, quick! Uh... It was so nearly another 20, it was a two. Aww. Uh, give yourself a book, Scamp. Yay! Uh, a curio, Celestia. And Cousin. Oh, uh, I... that's a five. And another book. Book. Okay. The, uh, with the clap, uh, the, uh, the pulses continue uh, emerging out, uh, outwards in every direction. Victory grabs uh, uh, grabs Jeffrey and pulls him in just in time before with a mighty crack, the jewel shatters uh, uh, spraying lightning bolts in all directions. Uh, a shudder runs up and down the tower, but the immediate danger has passed. Following the uh, following your locate object spell with uh, Scamp clearing the way, you manage to uh, pull in, in aside enough pieces of rock that you f- make your way to what seems to be some sort of central chamber with a uh, with a strange layered looking series of shelves of magical barriers all around the distinctly familiar pyramid-like totem that has smashed itself right into the center 
of the Spire's arcane workings. Little fucker. And as for how you're going to extract that, that is a question for after these, no doubt important, messages. Ooh, look at this one. Ducks and how to make them pay. And this one. 120 uses for dragon hide. How to like, rate, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs. And there's an extra one on all the benefits of supporting their Patreon. This library truly has everything. So many books, so little time. And welcome back. You... Let's go for these. And welcome back. You find yourself at the core of the Fallen Archive. The totem, at catching sight of the totem, it has managed to bury itself in the centre of a shell of layered arcane barriers. You can see now that these hemispheric, the, the sort of veering hemispherical, um, or in places actually spherical, uh, almost spherical uh, orbs of force are moored to uh, a series of glyphs uh, graven into the walls that have been activated, perhaps by the arrival of the totem, or perhaps they were there beforehand. Regardless, the barriers flicker with prismatic light in different colours, and the moorings also flicker, looking unstable and erratic. You're not getting to that totem without disabling these, uh, these barriers in some way. And we can't just get the totem to us. You try using the just telekinesis, checking. the barrier appears to block telekinesis. Okay. It's, Could, yeah. Just check it. Break this? Is it breakable? Uh, it might be possible to break your way through, uh, through the moorings. Uh, how you want to do that and with what degree of force or finesse you want to do that is up to you. Can we maybe like disable the glyphs? Uh, if we break the thing with the glyphs on, would that do it? Do we think? Do these look like um, magical glyphs that we've seen anywhere else? They look similar to the uh, to gigantic runes that you've seen. Right. We've scratched off bits of glyphs and yeah. that Yes. Yeah. Can, can I get um, my shitty rapier in time? <laughs> you can. This will be an arcana check. Okay. That is a fifteen. Okay, you start. Uh, you make your way close. You try. You study the different uh, runes ahead of you, and kind of thinking for a moment, you think you know the right rune to to hit. As you break it through, you break one, two, three runes. The uh, sphere of energy begins to, uh, to flicker. Uh, it looks like it's about to go out, and then with one last surge, it 
violently explodes, oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. blasting out in every direction. So this is one, two, three, first failure. Uh, each of you is struck by uh, by a wave of light and arcs of lightning coming out of the uh, of the shield as it collapses. Um, so you take so you each take oh, that's actually quite convenient twenty radiant damage. Uh-oh. And. Uh, 20. 22 lightning damage. If you're resistant to lightning damage, half that. Okay. Yay, 42 so 11. Total. 11 is. Yep, got yep. it. Got 20, it. Thank you. Yeah, if you're resistant to lightning, it's, uh, it'll be. Oh, I just forgot how to maths. That's not, yeah, that's no, not so your fault. So it's 42 total if you're not yep. resistant to any yep. of that. And the constitution save would be half that. Yes. Which is 21. Yes. Which is what I rolled. Okay, defender <laughs> advantage. You just keep your <laughs> telekinesis up. Um, but it's... Uh, um, but it's... It, it, it's wavering. Uh, as you are all blasted aside, the, uh, the explosion... Uh, begins to co- uh, uh, disrupt something in the walls, and you see parts of the interior superstructure uh, crush downwards uh, over and around the totem, physically trapping it under a ludicrous quantity of massive boulders, huge pulsing uh, and huge. Uh, what appear to be pulsing nested shells of glowing metal and crystal like the like spell uh, like gigantic spell scrolls uh, uh, nested within each other bulging out of the ceiling some part of the arcane workings of this uh, central spindle have burst out and are pressing against the totem Making it physically quite hard to reach. You're going to need to either pull this thing out, somehow get the total, uh, the, the, the huge boulders, many of which might well be over a thousand pounds yeah. in weight, uh, mm. or, or somehow manage to carefully finesse it out from underneath its gigantic bulk. I roll of my spells persuasion. <laughs> mm. Let's persuade really the rocks, Celestia. Um, <laughs> wait, um, I could destructive wave something. Mm. Will oh. that help? Uh, possibly. I, mean, I don't know how useful it might be, but I could briefly reverse gravity and then we could maybe pull it out somehow. I would say you took the lead on the previous one. Yes, that's so, true. I forgot. Uh, someone else needs to take the lead on this. You're you're busy recovering from oh, the, yeah. hitting yourself back I'll, up. I mean, okay. I'll, ah. I'll lose my levitation, my telekinesis stuff. But idea. An option. Yes. What's your idea? That won't use a seventh level spell. <laughs> if if you're gonna uh, reverse gravity, I can uh, use the um, uh, the graspy thing again as it oh! uh, reverses to grab it. That's a really good idea, and does use the seventh level spell. But yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, 
Okay. I guess we're doing that. You do I like are the um, circumstances favorable for me doing that? Uh, honestly, as you prepare to do that, you very swiftly see this is quite unnecessary because the reversal of gravity is enough. Uh, as Scamp gathers the power Ooh. and changes the local gravity in the area Everything to up. just lift huge boulders, massive nested spiral lattices of, of crystal and metal upwards off the wedged um, uh, the, 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 the wedged totem. Uh, you do assist by running in and uh, on the very edge of Actually, no, it's true. Actually, this is a good time for your grasping vine. I will say that you use it. Um, Yoink. And the, because the vine is able to reach in without being pulled up by the wave of reversed gravity. And it can be 20 feet away if it needs to be. <laughs> yep. Dislodge the, um, the totem and pull it out from where Yoink. it's been wedged in. Uh, and it, yes, he does say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it flies free and you are able to get hold of it. Um, in this mo, you have this brief moment of joy before you hear. <laughs> you turn. Uh-huh. You can see through the uh, through the rec- cleared wreckage, a, a, a distant flash of lightning, and an archive, crumbling, um, t- and l- spinning. Towards the spindle. Oh boy! It vo- uh, uh, you all dive to the side as the archive violently collides with the central spindle as it falls away. The spindle rocks, hurling all of you out towards a lo- a looming gap in the side. Um. One of you can take the lead on this. Scamp, you've been... Fo- I guess, actually, no, that means... All right, Celestia, victory can help you. Uh, uh, yeah. what- how do you want to stop... Uh, how do you want to help the party not be hurled into the abyss? Uh... You can... Su- uh, victory does have spells. You can suggest something to her. Not be hurled into the abyss. With Celestia's spells... <laughs> <laughs> um, how close to the abyss are they? Uh, this is happening in seconds. You're all being thrown towards the gaping uh, hole in the side of the uh, the spindle by the archive crashing into it. Thunderwave will blow things away from me. Mm-hmm. Would it blow people away from me? It will blow people away from you well, if you angle it right. Me, but... Uh, but victory might be able to catch you. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, in the moment that idea. you start doing this, she sees what you're doing and starts casting her own spell. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do that, and I'm going to do it like, uh, like a bit higher level. Okay, victory's aiding you. Uh, Why? What, what, what level are you doing it at? Actually, you know what? There's no point. No. It doesn't get bigger, does victory it? Victory just does more damage. damage. Yeah, I'll do one. Uh, give me... I had it... In my head is one of those spells that gets, gets bigger, bigger radius. Yeah. It's not. I'm mixing give it up me, with another one I have. Give me <laughs> an arcana yeah. check with advantage, please. Okay. And you also take minimum th- thunderwave damage. Good. good. Um, that is a 16. It's not that good. Um, would you it get help a to do the... If I it's, a, it's a very small chance, but you so get a tingle. Help. <laughs> that was a 3. 
Okay. Oh, it's like a 19 and fail. Jesus. No, probably a 20. You are, like I said, you had only a small chance. Okay. Um, with uh, the crashing in place, then, this marks the second failure. Oh, I know they're my fault. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, you begin... Uh, uh, you are now all... Uh, uh, the good news is, you do manage to blast off the Thunder Wave in time to knock the rest of... Uh, to knock the party from falling completely into the abyss. Um, victory isn't quite able to Did you reach... get advantage from victory? Yeah. 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 Just victory I just rolled bad. Tries casting a, 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 a spell... Uh, casts a fly spell uh, to tr- uh, on herself and tries to grab you, um, uh, preventing you from going into the abyss. But... As the uh, uh, this happens, uh, the pair of you collide with one of the giant orbs that are collapsing out of the central spindle. Um, a wave of distortion bursts out of it, knocking both of you back onto the uh, uh, into the spindle. Um, but the wave hits everyone. I need you all to roll a d6 for me, please. D6, okay. As the wave begins to play strange, uh, strangely with your senses, disorienting you. Three. Five. Okay. Uh, Oh, I'm going to need to mark this down as a thing. So... Uh, Victory starts screaming and clutching her eyes from oh, the blast no. of light. She is blinded. Oh. Who got a three? Uh, Me. Or four? Okay. Uh, with the <laughs> sound uh, echoing in every direction, your ears ring and don't stop ringing. For the moment, at least, you are deafened. Oh, no. Celestia and Scamp, something is... Something goes weird, and it feels like you're falling, and it keeps you keep feeling like you're falling even while you're on the ground, as you as something happens to your inner ear, and your speed drops to zero. Uh, both your speeds drop to zero from being uh, 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 from uh, disorientation. Um, so, causing you can see, but you can't hear. Victory can okay. hear but cannot see, and the pair of you can see and hear, but you can't. But your speed is zero. That um, Does that stop flying everything? Uh, it. Well, that's a good question. I would say it stops flying because it stops you from doing it because you can't. Your your inner ear is fucked. Your 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 sense of balance and proprioception mm. is gone. Uh, it's slowly recovering, but like with it, for the sake of this next challenge. But can Celestia fly? Because I mean, I can't. Victory, cast Victory casts fly on, on herself. On herself, sorry, I get that. She doesn't get twin around. spells. Right. Also, uh, even if I could fly, I can't, um, because I have the same problem as you. Yeah, yes. if, if so, Victory cast, can fly, but is blind. You know Victory's oh. blind because she's screaming, I can't see anything! <laughs> um... Those of you who can see, however, uh, can see that the crumbling second archive is now starting to cut off exits 
uh, from different parts of the spindle as pieces of rubble, uh, rubble and flaming wreckage uh, crumble around you. There are walkways. There might be ways to get through uh, the spindle's corridors to reach one of the one of the gantries that leads out to another archive. Um, but you're going to need to either find a path, run like hell, which is mm. going to involve some carrying, or uh, duck and uh, duck, dodge, and weave your way acrobatically mm. through all of this. Someone's got to take the lead, but which is probably not going to not going to be Celestia skills wise. But you're mm. all going to need to deal with the fact that you have impaired senses. Right. Is there, do I have a sense of if it's a physical thing or a mental thing? So is it tied to my body or my mind? Uh, roll a medicine check for self-awareness. Otherwise, just the spins. Uh, 15. Uh, you're not feeling like there's a mental compulsion on you in any way. It doesn't feel magical. It just feels like you've, you've, like you've basically banged your head super hard and you can't figure out which way is up. So if I changed my body, it might go away? Hmm. Maybe. That's interesting. That's genuine That's maybe, because you would have a different body. <laughs> oh, dear. Can, can I ask Coulson see that, um, uh, well, presumably I, I must be able to see that um, uh, Victory is in some distress over... Uh, yeah, you can't quite work out what Victory is saying, but she's, like, waving her hands and looking around confusedly and screaming something Doing while floating in the air slightly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I reach her? Um, yeah, you can. You can reach a victory. She's not that far above the air. Uh, but yeah, cause or scamp, one of you is gonna. What, uh, whichever of you acts first here. Uh, Celestia, I think I can get maybe to move, but it means changing your body, and I know you hate that. No, we have to. Fucking hell. Ah, fine. Great. I Yay. can try. Ugh. Uh, Shit. I would like to twin a polymorph if you are oh willing. <laughs> I'm like so Begrudgingly. mad. <laughs> but yes. Um, I'm trying to think. I think giant apes might be the best bet. Okay. I'm trying to remember oh, their intelligence. I, I feel like they're somewhat yeah. distant. You're going to be the most extra ape ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a celestial ape. Oh, I'm like, like the, I think those are the... Imagine the word willing, but like just about like if we if we step a toe over the line from unwilling into willing, that's where I am. All right, <laughs> yeah, intelligence seven. Okay. So it's all uh, it's all a little what? Okay, so Celestia, is this the first time you've been to polymorphed? Yes, because <laughs> oh, I've always boy. said no. <laughs> so you get the bizarre experience of a series of golden planes of light forming around <laughs> I you. I did scream. How do I turn back? Just before do you reply? Do you reply? <laughs> to, probably not before we turn. Yes, you get, you the get. answer is wait. I think I have to drop concentration. I'm not sure if you could do anything. You get. You, take you get. So, wait, wait. I think. <laughs> do we now understand Jeffrey talk? Uh, he does not change your mind. It does not change, come with language understanding necessarily. Uh, um, oh, so. I'm so mad. Uh, but you do feel. You're, you still, you've seven intelligence. You feel your, your wits blunted heavily by this. 
Um, <laughs> Not that helpful yet, somewhat. Uh, but <laughs> uh, what do you see around? Does the ape get me out of the storm. I don't think we get magical items. Oh, fair. No, I just, yeah, yeah. I didn't your, know your body's like a little bit amazing. Yeah. Uh, basically, you watch as golden planes of light form into shape around you, and seem to, uh, and you feel yourself lifted up, and this bizarre experience of going very far away while moving forwards at the same time, almost like you're going the rest of your body is going somewhere and your mind is going forwards and you, everything is golden light and then you're blinking and you're and you are a huge silver and ape. purple silver ape with purple like fuzz uh, to the edge of the are, are you like a purple I, silverback gorilla yeah honestly yeah, I cannot Describe how mad this ape was. <laughs> like, like how mad you're thinking. Just like make it worse. Like it's um, so mad. I'll <laughs> well, note that your athletic scores in this form are plus nine, uh, which means you definitely have uh, definitely have a, a strength advantage in uh, trying to force your way through the spindles collapsing corridors. And I will say that, yes, your body has physically changed. So your bodies go somewhere and deal with, like, like inner ear problems. But these <laughs> bodies don't have inner ear problems right now. I would love some inner ear problems in this game. <laughs> <laughs> this being a giant fucking yeah. ape. <laughs> Like, so ungrateful. <laughs> Um, yeah, it is. Oh, it's a, it's a very, very weird experience. Actually, so close to unwilling that I considered dying for a moment. <laughs> um, I gather you're willing in the same sense as technically people are willing when they have a root canal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you, uh, yeah. Do you want to make? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you make an athletics uh, scam? Can you make an athletics check with advantage using the giant ape's athletics, please? Man, uh, that was a, a nineteen. Not brilliant. Um, I, I can't do anything on myself, so that's. I'll give you inspiration. No. Uh, with, <laughs> that was with advantage. Yeah, one of them was a one. What spe level spell is pulled? Uh, it's a fourth. Hmm. Uh, just check. And I twinned it if that makes a difference, so I had to spend four sorcery points. You know what? Just because of the fact that you are you are two giant apes, and you've gotten, uh, and you've gotten, uh, and you did end up spending the equivalent of a fifth level spell by twinning it, I will say that I'll I'll. I'll Say that is enough. So you are able to smash your way, uh, your way through the crumbling archive around you, which does get you another step through. You grab, you grab hold of Corzin and Victory, who's uh, like, well, you grab hold of Corzin. Corzin's got hold of Victory. Jeffrey yeah. and Marjorie uh, both uh, leap on. Uh, Jeffrey's screeching particularly loud. You think Jeffrey might have been temporarily deafened. Oh, Jeffrey! <laughs> oh no! Um, 
You scoop He's up. Screaming louder because he thinks it'll make him. Hear you it. scoop up Aww. the confused and flailing around Marjorie, uh, who also appears to be having bird in her ear equivalent problem. Oh, no. wait! I'm in physical contact with um uh, uh with Victory right now. Yep. So uh, you're pulling Victory after you. I cast lesser restoration. You do. Victory's blindness is healed. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that should do it. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> Poor victory. There's suddenly just two apes here. Like, what the? Just two together. Oh, right. Okay. The color scheme is at least clear. Uh, the color schemes are clear. The giant pink fur, the giant purple and silver fur. It's pretty clear. Corson's just going to like point at his ears and shake his head. <laughs> she nods. Okay. So that means one, two, three. Nope. Four, nope, five successes is where we are at. Okay, as you uh, uh, you manage to scramble the, uh, uh, towards one of the foot braid, uh, bridges out, um, and there is a screeching as a third archive explodes. Ugh. And an art piece of, of one of the arcs goes straight through the bridge you are on. With a twisting of metal, the entire bridge swings towards another archive. Um, yeah. How did this one is, object I'm, do all this? <laughs> yeah, there is a gap. I'm going to say there's a... 30, 40 foot gap at its closest point between the end of the walkway and the nearest archive. Is there anything for swinging? Yes. There is the shattered remnants of of another walkway above. Twisting metal girders. I grab everyone and do a Tarzan. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give me a... Give me an acrobatics check, please. Okay. With... Uh, which you, you're still proficient in, and I think your dex is the same, if not slightly better. Plus two. Plus two. Okay, so... We have a climb speed, if that's relevant. We've got a 40-foot climb speed. I mean, yeah, your form is beneficial here. Alright, I'll give you advantage. Okay. I'm going to do the so same thing. What is what is the check? Uh, acrobatics oh, you're kidding or that I athletics. Athletics. Athletics, please. That's plus nine, right? Okay. Athletics yeah. it is. If you, if you let me yep. do it on I'll athletics, because, because I'm everybody yeah. up being strong, I will take yeah. that. Yeah, because you are a giant ape. Otherwise, this ape's acrobatics is ten less than Celestia's, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, um, that is 28. Um, it's my first good roll in With maybe half an hour. So I'll as take it. The, you grab the others, including the second ape, and uh, as the as the walkway collapses beneath you, you leap up, grab hold of another piece of arcway, or the problem sort of... Uh, uh, how does the Tarzan screen go? I actually uh, the thank you. With the, <laughs> that scream, you you swing on the. You swing on the broken girder um, and smash through the windows of the nearest archive. Uh, you watch 
you glance back and you see falling forever into the abyss uh, the uh, the huge wall that was Ugh. the map of uh, Calcinia. Um, also, Scamp, roll 2d100 as you land. <laughs> no! What's going to happen to this poor thing? Um, those are both percentile. I'm a fool. Um, You're all an 80-20. <laughs> a very helpful number. So it's a 21 and a 14. I feel like those are danger numbers. Mm. All of them mm. feel like danger 21 numbers. and 14. Okay. Uh... They're both terrible. Oh, no. Okay. You feel like there's bad luck or extreme uncertainty in your future. Pick one. Um. Um. One's definitively bad. Um. Uh, I know what one of them. I, I will go for the bad luck, unfortunately, because the other one seems really bad. Bad luck it is. Roll a d100. Mm. 67. Okay. That's. Bizarre. Yeah, different hit points is good. Okay, as you hit the ground in this this room, you realise it's full of mirrors. All of them shatter, sending shards of glass in every direction. Deck saves, please. Okay. I went for table favours for the other one. Fair enough. Um, Deck save is just plus two. 29. 19, actually. I've got a 5. Okay. Um, so, sorry, Cousin, what did you get? 29. 29. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to say that the... Uh, yeah, the 19 points of slashing damage are halved to 9 for Cousin. Uh, not for Victory, who does get the full 19 damage. Uh, and you take, like... 19 points of damage to your giant ape, 157 hit points. <laughs> um, but yeah, but regardless, whatever mysteries, uh, I will say that uh, that this archive seems to be full of, of mirrors uh, for the most part, apart from uh, two things. One of which I realized would have been really damn useful for you to have and i meant for you to uh, to find this before you went uh, you got to the central splitting ball but never mind you find a uh, ud spot in an alcove or in this mirror in this room of shattered mirrors there is a plinth upon which is a liar made uh, uh, like the, uh, the classical instrument made as far as you can tell of some sort of beautiful pearlescent material with silvery strings causing in celestia it has a faint aura around it um the grill is considerably less mad and grabs the fucking magical instrument before us. Okay. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm grabbing it. <laughs> yep. I so want you to try and play it while, while <laughs> being a giant gorilla. Okay. Yeah. And please note. If it's performance based, your charisma's minus two, right? Please now. note that you have the liar of inspiration. Ooh. Details of which to be discovered, but for the moment, you definitely have. A, a 
gobsmackingly beautiful magical wire. Um, just gonna make sure I've got those. Hmm, let me know if you decide to play it. Oh, actually, just let, actually, no, forget even decide to play it. The moment you hold this um, in your giant gorilla mitts, um, you. Inches away from running into a wall so I can play the liar. <laughs> well, you have to run into a wall a lot. You've got like 140 more. That's going to be a lot of running into the wall. <laughs> Can calls in here yet? Is it still? Um, no, I, I was going to ask. Do I have the opportunity uh, to cast lesser restoration on myself now? Uh, We're in the middle you, of a scene. Uh, you <laughs> just if I uh, drop the spell now, we go back to being. Uh, I will say room. that you do have that opportunity, but after about a minute has passed, which by this point it has, the ringing in your ears has died down enough that the deafness appears to have worn off. Oh, thank the regent for that. <sighs> You said sorry. when when I pick it up, something happens. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to find the damn uh, no. Oh, it's I've got labelled it outstanding Patreon elements in giant fucking letters. <laughs> ah, that would be it then. Okay, <laughs> you get a feeling that runs down your uh, through your through your uh, giant fingers down your wrist into your heart. A sense of inspiration upon you an urge like a sense that you could inspire anyone to action with this liar um and you can see that there is wording on uh, uh, on its uh, uh, like carved in gigantic on the uh, curve uh, along the neck of the liar mm-hmm. as well that's really fun yeah. Which you can't read because you don't. You don't it, gigantic. What, what does it say? <laughs> it's you. You get one. It, it plays a pure and clean note that lifts your the hearts of anyone uh, who uh, who hears it. Uh, it's genuinely. It is genuinely uplifting and inspiring. You feel like if you played a more consistent tune with this. You could do a lot, uh, particularly if you decided to use it to grant any sort of uh, bardic inspiration. Um, use uh, uh, causing. You can see the wording says, "May those who hear its song find ceaseless inspiration to achieve their goal." Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Definitely the, uh, gone to the right person. <laughs> yeah. Um, the right gorilla right now. Mm. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes, the right currently gorilla. Liar with my fat little gorilla hands. <laughs> um, there is also uh, so this in the distance. By the way, you hear a as another uh, archive collapses. At this stage, there are six four. Uh, yeah, there are six archives still standing. Uh, and I believe you previously got to ask one. You got two questions solidly answered, plus a bunch of like tangential related ones, which I'm going to say so on. Um, there is all of the mirrors in this room have shattered, save one. It's the largest mirror, and rather than silvered glass, you can see. 
a massive and I do and this one is huge but it is built into the wall polished mirror of dark stone crystal it reflects the room beyond and all of you within it inhabitants but almost everyone is only reflected dimly and indistinctly except for one person each of you please roll a luck check okay natural 20 8 9 Corzin Corzin is stood directly in front of the mirror's center and Corzin you look you think you can see other figures behind you in the background figures that aren't in this room hazy and indistinct there is a huge inscription written in gigantic around this dark mirror in, in silver lettering. And there's also a piece of slate laid by its base with a smaller but denser piece of text in gigantic. Which would you like to read first? Um, big text first. <laughs> mirror of Truth. Mm. Okay. Simulacra are accurate to within a 1 in 12 chance of error. Simulacra will answer questions truthfully to the best of their ability. One simulacrum at a time. I'm going to drop the polymorph at this point because it feels unhelpful to yeah, be going. Both of you. You, the were, two. you were about to get like fuzzy. sort of gorilla slap if you did. <laughs> the two line. fuzzy gorillas. <laughs> that was my immediate next move. Become fuzzy representations <laughs> yeah. of... Uh, Scamp and uh, again Cestia. because it's boring not to. Can we assume that you're translating unless you tell us otherwise? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm like anything you f- don't translate, yeah. tell us you haven't. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently, this mirror tells the truth, although I don't know exactly how it does that. Well, simu- some uh, sim- the thing it said, the word you said, simulacra. Yeah, that's like a copy, isn't it? There's a, sp- I think there's a way of doing that. Yeah. Well, we need so, to ask it something. I think it yeah. maybe makes a person we could ask something. All right. Anyone? Um, I don't know. What, what's the other bit of text? Okay, yeah, the slate on the floor. You look at the slate on the floor, and you read, I do not claim any responsibility for mental anguish caused by questioning a simulacrum of yourself. Yes, it will answer honestly. <laughs> no, you may not like what it says. I designed this as an interrogative and research tool, not a therapeutic aid. If we have a repeat of the Stelios <laughs> oh <my> incident, <laughs> I swear I will seal off access to the mirror. It's signed Logos. Right, well, uh, seems like Logos bit off more than they could chew here. Okay, who's got somebody they want to ask something? Scamp's not thinking it, but Robbie's going, oh, it's the would you fuck your clone problem. We <laughs> 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 don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> We once spent a whole evening at a LARP just asking passers-by if they'd fuck a clone of themselves. What a good day it was. It was tremendous. For hours. We were very drunk. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Right, so we can ask someone... Anyone. Anyone. Questions. And it might be accurate. Was it one one in 12? One in twelve chance of error is the one. Is what okay, it so we've got a one in chance, uh, chance, one in twelve chance of it being completely screwed up. Who are we asking? I don't know. And does it have to be anyone particular? Like, 
Yes. Calls him. It has to be called. Peering behind uh, the figures behind you, you can faintly make out uh, members of people close to you. Molly and the Cor- Cousin Junior immediately come up, but yeah. you can also see figures like Wendell, your parents, Olga. Oh fuck. Uh, oh fuck! And you feel like there's a system for finding people, but it seems to automatically present people close to you or who have touched your history in some way as like your initial options. There's probably right. a way to navigate to a specific person. I mean, I have things I want to ask people. Does no one else? Yes, lots. Okay. Well, I'm doing it if you aren't, so... Well, no, no. It has to be someone connected to Corzin. Who are you asking? Uh, Corzin is currently just the one student. Oh, it's just because it's Corzin. Yeah, yeah. it's just okay, the person who stands there. Okay, right, um, if none of you have anything, I'm getting in. <laughs> no, no I, I, I've got something. Go on, hurry up right. then, darling. We don't have much time. Um, Not knowing exactly how this uh, works initially, uh, uh, Corzin is just going to try and bring Olga to his mind. You focus on Olga, and the image of you in the mirror steps to one side and becomes fuzzy, and the fuzzy image of Olga steps forward and crystallizes into a perfect image of Olga Gristlegums. It's like she's just standing behind a piece of darkened glass. Why did you want me to kill the Kraken so badly? I was bound by pact never to take direct action against the Kraken. But I saw that the Kraken's... That's... Is this the right person? Yes, this is right. And I saw that the Kraken's goal... I haven't been this character in a hundred episodes. But I saw that the Kraken's goal was unattainable through its methods. It was primarily destructive rather than constructive. Killing people to preserve the future, rather than building a civilization capable of learning from its mistakes. How else was I to be sure to survive long enough to escape this miserable world? (laughs) In the distance you hear a crash as another of the archives uh, uh, begins to fall. Five archives remain. Alright, right. my turn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get out of the way. Um, oh god, out of the few that I have, who am I going to... I mean, the, the knee jerk is my mother, in it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. As you step forwards, you see that your uh, the echoes of your family, Leah's there as well, uh, and Saran appear behind you, but oh. you think Nivara <laughs> and the image of you steps to one side, and all of you get to see uh, that's useful Nivara Rothnall okay she looks I think I need to actually find Cel- she looks quite a bit like Celestia quite a bit like Celestia she's got Celestia's mm-hmm. jawline yeah very much um, and so just like a fair amount of bone structure yeah it's uh, you see a tall but not quite as tall um uh, drow, uh, drow woman, aristocratic in, uh, in in appearance, who holds herself with 
a sort of cold fierceness, an absolute certainty. There's an there's a slightly uncomfortable echo of something of the uh, of what you've seen before in Lady Grace to her, but if it was got if it had gone through a different life, she regards you with uh, and yes, she's dressed in, tradi- in traditional uh, aristocratic drow dark uh, uh, dark clothing with slashes of uh, uh, with faint slashes of color. She regards you coolly, awaiting your question. What the fuck do you want? What is your end game? My goal is to destabilize the Underdark and create a visible alternative that the Drow can see. A place where Drow are able to live with comfort and status without needing to oppress every single other race. This comes less from idealism than practicality. I have seen the future that awaits our people, and it ends with the extermination of the drow at the hands of more advanced peoples that we disdain as lesser races. In the distance, are crumbling as the first collapsing archive smashes into a second, bringing it down. You have there are four archives, including the one you are in, remaining. Anyone want to take a turn? Because I feel like I can't ask two in a row. I don't think we've got time. I, I don't know who I would ask the uh, the question that I want to ask. Oh, I do. I've got so many people, but no, it's it's not worth the risk. You sure? Look, no, but let's go. This could be your I'm only time. It. I know. Um, I'm going to try and get Adrian. Sorry. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> while you lot are starting to leave. Yeah. While, you're, while you're discussing... <laughs> like, while you lot are talking about it. No yeah, yeah. And Adrian steps forward and focuses into frame. Are you reachable or are you gone completely? You know what I mean? I, I believe, truly, in the goal of coming to the surface. But I want my own life. I want to live under the sun, where I'm not a second-class citizen. And since I've come to the surface, I've started to realise what that is. By your standards, if I can be reached... That is how you would reach me. Right, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry, lads. Alright, um... I've got another one for Olga, then. No, we've got, like... No, that was another archive going. We've got, like, three left. If if we don't get this cure, we don't get out of here. Alright, let's go, then. The uh, you flip out the other uh, the, the other. Um, Sorry, you argued for a split these. second, and it was um. enough. <laughs> victory, victory, and you can see that the uh, that the needle is flickering towards a walkway leading up towards another of the archives. Pass uh, that is slowly swinging white by to pass. Victory kind of balls her fists. No guarantee this place is going to be back here after 
after we cross over. Last chance, anyone? I'm going. I'm not staying. We need to find this thing. Okay. Yep, I'm going to. Victory kind of hesitates for a moment, looking at the mirror, looking back to you, uh, to, to you, Scout. I'll understand if you want to go back. But we're going forward. There's so many things we need to know. There's so many things we need to know. I don't know what the right questions are. If you've got one, this is this might be our only chance. And if asking that question gets us information that is useless because we're stuck here forever, then what does it gain us? Go. I'll catch up. I'm gone. I'm gone. She stands in front of the mirror. Um... And as you start making ways to the walkway, do any of you look back? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I can't not. <laughs> <laughs> you literally oh, cannot. You look back into the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, how is that the first time that's happened? <gasps> that's so what are you so going to do if you have like an Orpheus thing? You can't, you can't not yeah. look back. We, yeah, so you're, you're, you you're cannot die. We cannot bring you back <laughs> yeah. because you will look back. Um, you see um, the figure of Vasilisa appear at the, at the mirror. You don't hear what uh, the question victory whispers, but the form of Vasilisa kneels, puts a hand to the glass, says something and smiles. And Victory puts her hand back and touches it before she straightens up, adjusts her coat, and uh, um, still up. Uh, last minute of it flies after you. At speed. Okay. <clears throat> the uh, last search for the uh, for the vampire cure then. The uh, compass leads you up and along the walkway. Uh, the walkway spin uh, 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 bridge spins its way toward, uh, uh, towards another archive that is passing. Again, it looks like there's going to be a jump, but this time uh, sections, you can see that the sp central spindle has broken almost in half, and now there are erratic chaining bolts of lightning uh, flickering in every direction uh, you're going to need to they seem to be going at intermittent path, paths so you might need to, if you're going to uh, uh, to cross you either need to time any jumps or maybe you need some other way of bridging the gap as the archive that you're trying to get to glides past you. Uh, I'm going to do a fifth level fly and give us the other three of us fly. Okay. Because it feels like what we need that's the speed. A success. As you cast it, all three, uh, you, you all feel that buoyancy, and as one, you f z uh, 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 zip across and onto the archive. I'm moving sorcery points With around. a crumbling and shattering. A piece of that spindle spindle falls off and smashes through the archive you just left. You see it sail to the ground, uh, down into the, uh, down into the dark. Um, 
the you hurriedly you hurry through the interior archives of uh, the interior corridors of one of one of the two remaining archives circling around the spindle uh just in t- uh, and you find a cabinet filled with all sorts of potions salves tinctures any How number of samples um the, the how, ca- like, how, cabinet. Yeah, how, how big is the cabinet? How oh, big it's things? definitely, uh, it's definitely like huge, just about um, in size. Uh, but more importantly, the compass points directly to the precise uh, cu- uh, potion yeah, you are looking for. I can't put them all in a bag. Is what I'm saying. Um, you, if you <laughs> wanted, you could scoop them in. Try and scoop some in. Yeah, I'll help, happily like, help you with that. <laughs> Okay, you are all looting this round. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. So yeah. you scramble, you just grab a bag and you arm it in. You put some yep. random ass potions. As many potions or bottles yep. as you can. Uh, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to uh, to uh, to add to your to, uh, to. In fact, all of you roll twice, please, because this is okay. like a treasure trove of potential potions. Um, yeah. Oh, terrible. Can I tie this as well? Under tides 17. Active, I? I mean, I... tides aren't active, so you can could then tides... lock one of them. One of them. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I or a... I could call that the tides roll and then yeah, do the second fine. one. That's probably better. I have a 10 and a natural 20. Uh, I've got an 8 and a 12. Uh, 8 and a 17. Okay, so uh, the 8, uh, you get a... I'm going to ask you to write down uh, Obscure Medicine. Okay. Uh, 12 I'm going to ask you to write down uh, level 2 potion cool. was that a 13 was one of them um, I have a 10 and a natural 20 ah, I have a 17 got it 10 write down level 1 potion Uh, 17, write down Potion Brackets Magical Curio. Okay. Uh, instead of, uh, uh, and, uh, 20, write down Unique Potion. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all also, uh, uh, uh and, and you all also get, uh, each of you roll 2d6, and please add add that number of regular healing potions. Oh, nice! Not complaining. Because this was just a <laughs> ten eleven healing potions. I've got five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that many healing potions. It's yeah. well exciting. Yeah, these are your basic two D two D four plus two. Excellent. So, and the eight was a um a medical thing. Uh, obscure medicine. Uh, obscure, oh, obscure medicine. An obscure medicine. Yes. Yeah. And of course, you managed to grab the. Uh, uh, you managed to grab the um, the vampire uh, the vampirism cure just in time to hear a screeching crunching as the archive you are in collides with another archive. Uh, I would like to grab everyone and teleport if we're leaving. We're leaving. I assume we're leaving. Are we going? 
Do we need anything else here? You scream as everything starts I collapsing grab around everyone. you. Okay, let's go. Let's <laughs> get out of here. We're all within ten feet of each other, aren't we? Yep. Uh, well, that's a good question. Everyone, please roll the deck save for your last check. Ooh, that's a 13. 13. Um, that's a 22. Sorry, um, I forgot out of maths. Can I bend luck on whoever feels like it would need it? That would be victory. Okay. It's um, only a two. That's going to depend on what victory's dex is. It's not quite enough. Victory... F- uh, Victory didn't do well on that dex roll. Uh, Are we still flying? She had one minute flight Yeah, left. but the rest of us... The rest of you are still flying, but with the collapse, Victory's flight expires, mm-hmm. and you see Victory dropping down out of the ten-foot radius, uh, uh, radius and starting to fall into the abyss as... Ev- uh, as pieces of, of shattering archive are collapsing down around her. Uh, if one of you is going to try and fly down, it's an acrobatics ch- It's Ooh, probably going to be an acrobatics check. Please, if it's acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do that. Yep. I think mine for oh, cool. yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the spells I can do. Um, My acrobatics is terrible. <laughs> 31. You zip down, weaving through through jagged shards of beautiful quartz-like stone, falling falling potions, massive columns, astonishing works of art, and you grab hold of Victory and half pull, half throw her up into a sphere into a tens foot sphere around scamp as you grip there yourself i will use my eighth level spell to cast teleport and with a uh, with a thunderous clap you see scamp as scamp brings their hands together veils of the black uh, veils of the strange inky void wrap around you in a circle uh, and the last thing you see as the void is collapsing is the central spindle on its side collapsing and falling descending right towards you just in time for the dark to completely cover you and then vanish as all of you hang in the air just over the manor. <sighs> Victory just drops to the ground. Ow! Oh, um, I've got healing, darling. Hang on. Oh. Um, Thank you. All the healing. <sighs> you okay? <laughs> That was a close one. Yeah, that was a bit. Yeah, that was too close. Sorry. Sorry. Really, properly sorry. That was bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I understand, but yeah, it was. I panicked and they've never once told me the actual truth. Um, and it feels stupid and trite and it wasn't that important. And I'm sorry. Well, fuck. 
What did you ask? She smiles, but doesn't say. Eh. I hope whatever it was, it was a... It was an important Satisfying answer. I hope it helped with whatever. And... I've always been afraid to know, but it's good to. Yeah. Truth's a hard thing to come by, but not knowing is worse. Hmm. Yeah, much worse. I should sit down. I'm bleeding quite a oh, lot, and I've used a oh, lot of so yeah. much. I'm yeah, going to yeah. just sleep because honestly. It's not worth the effort at this point. Come here, let's have a look at you. No, seriously, I'm just going to go lie down because I've got to fall down otherwise. Because I'm burnt out. There's not much left. You want to carry? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to just lie on this this bit of floor here. and. Um... Okay, there's probably pillows we... around. Hang on. I mean, we literally have multiple beds. Yeah, but yeah. they're not right here and the floor is. So, you know. I'll go find a bed, it's fine. Um, Squinty? Yes, young oh, master! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Could you just... Put a bed here? Carry Scamp to bed? No, do not let... I don't... No. I wouldn't let him touch me either, darling. That's fair. I'll end up, like, turned into sausages or something. No offence, Squinty. Um, it's just <laughs> you don't know the difference between furniture and food. So, I, it, it's, it's you, fine. You would like a bed of sausages? Yes, you go do that. I'll be somewhere else. You're gonna wake up and have such a weird time. Then but, mm, you've I... made your bed. It's <laughs> uh... <laughs> usually me that does the dad jokes. It's, yeah. that's refreshing. Oh, that that's exciting. I'll go lie down, Papa Celestia. Stamp <laughs> you, you, stumble off to find. Honestly, you find a chaise long in the next room. Yeah, <laughs> I just, put my just stuff slump on the, onto that. Mostly on that. Yeah. And very quickly pass out. Do any of the rest of you want to do anything before you rest? Um, Apologise 500 more times. <laughs> um, it gets annoying, I think. I'm just saying things like, I, I did keep asking if anyone else wanted anything and none of you yeah. wanted anything, so I just panicked and carried on and I'm sorry. It's oh, not shit. about wanting things. It was a priority. It's alright. It, it all really right. is. Just... I'm going back to sleep. Mm. Could you apologize quiet? <laughs> Just a little bit quiet. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to fiddle with my loot. That I want to do. Yeah, let's uh, work out um, so what this thing can do. But... Uh, I mean, this is a good point. Uh, although Actually, although Scamp goes to... Oh, I guess we I will go do. find a room to sleep in. Scamp so goes yeah. to, to sleep. Scamp wants to be, well, to be um, in. I don't know if we're sleeping. That's Victory sleeping. does offer to cast the Identify, uh, like to put a little uh, wand together and cast the Identify uh, spell herself if you want it. Um, I mean, how, how are we feeling, folks? Do we want to do Identify now or next time? Yeah, um, happily. Where are we up to? I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah, I can also How you doing? cast it myself oh, a bit. I'm fine. If you if you want to, uh, we we could we could we could happily wrap up here and start uh, 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 and you know, leave it till next time to go and deliver your prize. Uh, <laughs> or uh, in, in which case, I'm happy to like do any sort of 
loot identification you want to do, uh, or we could do the, do prize delivery, as it were, uh, and round uh, the episode uh, the episode off there. It depends where you want to, what you prefer to do next. Well, uh, if we uh, deliver the um, uh, the vamp cure, then that is likely to lead on to the next thing, isn't it? I feel like there's going to be a conversation. And a yeah, lot I think there. I think that has to happen next time. It's just whether okay. we want to yeah. do potions this time. It's or fair next enough. Time. I'm happy to do uh, identifications and so on. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, will go I think with that. Scamp's got to go find a room to be in as possibly sleep, but also just sit and identify all their stuff there, okay, and then so. tell people in the morning what it is. Yeah. For the purposes of convenience, then uh, we'll assume identify our cast on uh, so. Load up. T- uh, tell me any items you want identifying, and Victory or Scamp will have done it. Scamp will do their own ones. Okay. Um, unique scroll. Okay. Unique scroll. One, two. I've made a mistake putting a weird sketchbook font in the same. We had sketchbook prompt in the same format as the huh. format that I've written all the items on. <laughs> <laughs> so it says something super weird just in a bubble next to all these things, but it also hit bubbles. <laughs> Roll a d8 for me, please. D8. Did they go? I better read them earlier. Six. Okay, let's call this a D20. Mm. Mm. 20. Fuck. Let me see if there are 20 of these. I wasn't quite sure there was. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's such a face. Yeah, you're gonna get to. Uh, you're gonna get to. Oh, both, either of these would be very interesting. Uh, I think we're gonna go with the one that's not on your spell list. Mm. Mm. Okay. Can I cast it though? If it's not on the spell list. I can't. Can I? Uh, this scroll, you can. That's the point. Oh, cool, then that is, is excellent. That's really fun. Okay. So, you have found a unique scroll. Um, it is... It's curious, the way it interfaces. You get a sense of, as you run it through your fingers, you feel... You feel a little disconcerted. You've encountered spell scrolls before. Um, basically... Precast magic, magic that has been built, uh, that has, uh, spells that have been created by wizards that need just like a little bit of finishing off uh, to uh, like a triggering mechanism. But they're basically enchantments, like uh, like enchanted artifacts, uh, but which are designed to only be used once. A precast spell, like a, <laughs> a, a scribed into place, um, and everything is included with that the energy to cast it the uh, the mechanism how it goes all it needs is finishing this isn't that this is more like a mold you put power into to shape it into a certain way 
it casts a spell for you. In fact, it casts a spell for you in such a, in a way that feels so natural when you flicker over it that you swear for a moment you get glimpses of giants making this for someone like you. Huh. Mm. Um, this scroll allows you to cast a spell with a sixth level spell slot as if you made a spell. It can, um, it is, it does have, uh, a, it does come with a, okay, well the material cost is included, uh, but it is tied into the spell, so any effects that would damage or destroy the, the spell, that is, uh, the component that is the core of this spell, apply to the scroll. So if the scroll was damaged or any way, it would do the same effect as damaging this. This spell allows you to cast Magic Jar. Mm. As if you know it. The spell that allows you to body snatch someone. Oh, fuck. That's the worst. Wow. Uh, specifically, you get a sense that you can put your soul into the scroll... Mm-hmm. Which which will contain some degree of psychic senses around it, and that you can attempt to swap places with the soul of another creature. Mm. You will then be trapped there until you uh, until you either return to the scroll. Or the body that you are possessing dies. If the scroll is close enough, and you are not, and you are not wrenched apart by the uh, by the trauma of death, you get to go back to the scroll. Hmm. Yay! <laughs> Does this feel anything like it might be similar to what happened to Celestia? Has someone already done it? <laughs> you don't know. Fuck. You just know that that is that someone made this, someone made this scroll, almost as if it was tailor made for you. It feels natural to use, and like it's been built to take advantage of a sorcerer's style of magic. Fascinating. Mm. That's the unique scroll. So yes, you have a scroll. The scroll permits you to cast magic jar using your using your own a sixth level spell slot. Okay. Any other items you wish to identify, scan while we're here. I think I stop after that because it's awful. Like, okay. Fuck all. Fuck okay. everything. Yep. You know, you use like nope. That's enough for tonight. Yeah. Uh, and go to sleep. Uh, I think I just lie there for about an hour. Celestial Corset. Um, okay. Um, do you want to go first? Sorry, what? Oh, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, feel free to go oh, first. Right, cool. Uh, the Obscure Medicine. Obscure Medicine. Okay, uh, roll a d20. Uh, that is an 18. 
This appears uh, to be a cure for smallpox. Fuck. Brilliant. Okay, that's world-changing. If we can replicate it, otherwise... (laughs) You're, like, you don't know how to replicate it, but... uh, but, Maybe someone could. But it is labelled, and there are... And there is a description in Gigantic with some pictures of the type of illness that it cures, and it apparently is a cure for smallpox. Fuck. Okay, then, like, this is, like... Again, world-changing, but also if we can get it into the right hands. Yeah. Sadly, oh it's not yeah. the it's not instructions on how to do a vaccination program, um, but uh, but it is just. Are a there cure. instructions on how to administer it? Uh, yes. Uh, two drops beneath the tongue. Okay. Simple as. Okay. Mm. There are perhaps there are perhaps a hundred drops in the bottle. Right. Good to know. Um, I've got a ancient uh, treasure of, trove of the giants. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, that that would be a thing, wouldn't it? Okay, um, <laughs> that's insane as a thing to find. I, I've got just a regular scroll. To, uh, can I just read it? Uh, yes, it was just scroll, is what I gave you, wasn't it? Yes. Um, rather than spell scroll. So, yep. uh, roll a d20 again, please. Yeah. Uh, 13. Okay, so 13. Hold on, I think I've actually got. I might actually be able to use it. 34. Okay. Oh, sorry, can I, ask that? Uh, can I change that to uh, d100, please? Certainly. Uh, that's a 72 (laughs) okay Uh, this scroll uh, appears to be uh, it's quite long Uh, it is um, well it's not a stunning reading Uh, it might be of of some interest to a a historian though Mm -hmm. Uh, it appears to be the uh, tax records uh, for a gigantic uh, for a gigantic earldom uh, somewhere in uh, Haldanos during you're not really sure you're, you're not entirely certain what century but definitely the distant past okay I've I have a thing actually about this I if I've got enough time, I think Corzin might have a chance of working out, but fo- focusing on just the identifying for now, um, the the uh, mundane book, I imagine I can uh, read that in my own time. Uh, but yes, the, but if you want to skim that over, uh, yeah, just like, well, like get, yeah, get, oh, uh, D100, right, cool. 11. Uh, it appears to be a gigantic cookbook um, with, ah. with, with a collection of over a thousand uh, different uh, recipes and culinary delicacies from across uh, the ancient world. Okay, Corson is definitely going to try some of these at some point. That's so fun. Mm. Also, we have Nell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the curio. So fun. 
Okay, yes, you have the curio, uh, one of the curios. Uh, Is it a regular curio or a magical curio? It is a regular curio, although the potion I've got is a magical curio. Okay, this is true. Okay, so regular regular curio curio, curio, first. Give me another D100, please. 15. Okay. Um, Oh, it's slightly magical. Um, you, it appears to be a small, uh, what appear, at first you mistake it for like, almost like a handkerchief of, uh, uh, which seems to be furry on one side and silk on the other. Uh, as you (laughs) unfold it, it keeps unfolding until it becomes a beautiful fur lined, a beautiful sort of fur coat with silk lining. Or reversible into a silk coat and fur lining, um, sized for you. But you realize there's a trick. You can keep unfolding it until it's Celestia sized. And you can keep unfolding it until it will be big enough uh, to uh, fit on uh, that giant, that hill giant, Littleman, that you met. Excellent. Uh, it appears uh, uh, Victory casts an identification spell on it. It has no magical qualities beyond this. But is apparently ha- it, 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 it it appears to, as far as she can tell, to be a coat that's actually big enough to potentially fit someone even bigger, but has the ability to be folded down to fit smaller people. Oh, At I'm all. sure Foyty would be fascinated by this. Yeah. Or comfortably fit into a pocket. That's oh, be so useful. So useful. It's otherwise a very nice cat. Excellent. Okay, uh, and then the potion slash magic curio. Okay, potion slash magic curio. So this is going to be uh, hold up. Roll. Oh, let's say a d twenty. D twenty. Okay. Six. Oh, okay, mid to early then. Uh, sure. We're gonna say. All right, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. D eight, please. D eight. Okay. Three. Okay. This is um, this is an interesting one. Uh, Mm. Okay, this potion uh, is the all right. This this is the uh, we're going to call this the spirit of the zephyr. Okay. Um, it can be drunk uh, when drunk. Uh, it coats the throat of the user uh, for up to one hour. It then gives them. Uh, it then has enough. It has three charges within it. Within that hour. The drinker may expend 
a charge to cast one of any of the three following spells. Mm. Cure Wounds at third level. Nice. Dispel Magic. Or Protection from Lightning. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, any of those three, one charge each time, three charges total, has to be within one hour. Okay. Please mark that down. Okay, so, um, Cure Wounds third level, Dispel Dispel magic. Yeah. And protection from lightning. Yeah. Yeah, it's protection from energy, but it only works on lightning. Okay. Okay. And Celestia. Um, so I have five just to prepare you. Okay. Um, so what order would you like these in? I've got a magical curio, a curio, a book, a level one potion, and a unique potion. Do you have a preference as to which order? Uh, oh, and do you, are you getting the liar? Also the liar, yeah. We'll start with the liar. Okay, let's do the liar. Um, victory kind of skims through it. Ooh, this is well, this is interesting. Uh, uh-huh. Looks like from the readings I'm getting, this is uh, yeah, this appears to be some sort of bound uh, spirit Ooh. Uh, that. Uh, Seems to have been bound in a way to fulfill a certain function. Uh, presumably, she gestures to the description uh, what Corzin said, uh, finding ceaseless inspiration to achieve your goal. Uh, it looks like you, if you play this, um, and you uh, you should be able to exhort people to achieve uh, a goal or task and it will inspire them but not just like one person but several people the effect is as follows inspiration may be granted to everyone within 30 feet with a single use of bardic inspiration if you are using the lyre of inspiration that's insane and if any of those people achieve a significant step towards the named goal that you say out loud when you are granting inspiration, or say out loud or whatever, uh, if they achieve a significant step towards that goal within 10 minutes, they will get that inspiration back. Oh, nice. A significant step towards the goal. Yeah. So not even fully the goal. Yeah. So you could make a goal quite open-ended, and as long as they achieved a goal, to, a That's step towards nuts. it, they get the inspiration back. Yeah. Like, That's amazing. Fuck. The goal, they get the inspiration back. Mm-hmm. But the limitation but you have to is state the goal. you have to state a yeah you you have to state a course of action or a goal that they need to achieve when you're inspiring them for this cool. effect to work. Yeah. And it's the same as normal bardic inspiration. It lasts ten minutes. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's huge. Wild. You can fit a lot of people within thirty feet. Oh yeah. It's a D twelve now for like civilians. Yeah. That's a crowd. It's a D twelve for a a peasant. Yeah, yeah. it's tied to your inspiration ability as well. So it's as inspiring as the person who uses it. Sounds like 
group checks on anything. Like, if we suddenly go, right, we need to be stealthy now. Or we've got to climb this horrible wall. Our goal is to climb the horrible wall. That's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely, that's how it works. Fun fact, I think with this, I think, well, I'll say this, really, I'll say this at, the, at the very end about that. Um, okay, so that is the that is the uh, liar. Um, does it have... Oh, no, it's, it's tied to robotic inspirations. So yeah, so yeah. it has as many charges as you have robotic inspirations. <laughs> so powerful, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing you wanted to identify. Um... Um, should we do curios? Curio. Curio. Yeah, let's do it. Magical curio. Cool. Regular curio first. Can you roll me a D100, please? D100. I don't do those very often. Please, God, Hold on. Fuck the fucking D song. No. Anyone? There we go. Don't fuck the one you want, can you? Okay. Um. It is a sealed bottle of what appears to be wine, apart from the fact that it is a deep blue, uh, and it appears to have, uh, and when you shake it slightly, it forms bubbles, bubbles that fizz downwards. It's a fizzy lifting. Oh my god, is it frog scuttle? <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yes. Frog scuttle. I want one. So yes, it's Am a bottle of blue, blue, yes. blue wine blue with downwards floating bubbles. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. So, some sort of ancient and mysterious wine. Yeah, what, what a terrible thing for this drunk to have found. Um, <laughs> that's fun. Um, well, presumably inebriation is not the main effect. I mean, you don't know. It might be real strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's for no giants. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. But it certainly had enough time to age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still fizzy, which is interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, Spontaneously makes carbon dioxide. <laughs> they they store this stuff. What the archive was a great place for storing things. Mm. Uh, a magical curio. D one hundred, please. Another D100. Okay. You're not feeling that one. No. Fair. I know the last one you've already got. <clears throat> 69. Yay. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sex aid, isn't it? <laughs> if it's not, they've missed it. Oh, 69. Get big dildo. <laughs> a magical <laughs> dildo. <laughs> Very late, stairways. <laughs> 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 I'm just having hours. a think about this because this is potentially. Is it a world-ending option if you're all It's not a world-ending option. It's just a. It's an interesting option. Uh. Okay. Let's go with this. Uh. You find what appear so it appears to be a ring, um, with which is uh, marked 
with oh it's marked with uh, with rune uh, with gigantic runes but the gigantic runes are appear to be a name i'm gonna say artemisia hmm. um it does appear to be magical uh and the uh, and victory sort of but uh, victory insists on doing a little identification before anyone puts it on hmm. Yeah, I've actually right. learnt from my mistake on that. So. Although, I mean, if you put it on first, fine. No, I don't. No, no, I don't put it on. Okay. I did that with the braces. Victory frowns. It's a quite a thick ring, actually. It's a bit like not quite, not quite wide enough to go on your wrist, but like a bit, like it might might be a thumb thing ring, or maybe it's a bit big for that. Mm. She frowns though, as she examines this. Not a finger ring. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Well, what's it a ring for, Victory? Well, what I will say is that it's I just feel like I've got a pipe back and I'm giggling around it. It's apparently designed to, uh, uh, supposed to improve your reign. Oh. So my guess is hmm. it was probably meant to go on a bow shaft. Right. Good. On a shaft. <laughs> a shaft, even because I'm doing this accent. Um. <laughs> I wonder if it would work on the. If it would work on. Uh, one of your on uh, one of your pistols, or might I'm actually trying. might um, actually fit on the blunderbuss. Yeah, it cool then, darling. Do you want to try it? Yeah, all right. Um, I mean, I'm not going to use it. Uh, it does appear to be another bound spirit, by the way. Well, hang on. Don't you have a pistol as well? I do, but like, when do I use it, darling? True. Just thought. No, no, great thought. I appreciate it, but. I, I literally don't think I've pulled out a gun in like maybe a hundred episodes. <laughs> like, okay. I really, it's there as a backup for if we can't use magic. It's not coming out generally. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, but yours are always out. So certainly maybe, happy. Yeah. Okay. I will <laughs> affix it. However, uh, it may be affixed. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah. However, it may be affixed. That's how you put it on. Robbie I'm trying to say this in the least suggestive way possible and fail. It doesn't help. <laughs> I'm filling in the gaps. Oh, you know. oh yeah. <laughs> so if I put it on the um, uh, the pepper box, does it like fit over the entirety of the barrel? Uh, yes. Um, in fact, as you do so, it seems to respond to the warmth of your hand and slightly shrinks in to 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 neatly nestle over the. Uh, 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 over the barrel itself until you've just got this little silvery ring uh, mm. around the shaft of the weapon. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, it was meant to be there. It's literally such a problem when Robbie is in the same room for this. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't stop. <laughs> Are they innuendoing at you? <laughs> trying so hard not to. They're looking... <laughs> Very demurely down and doing their crochet, but they're, they're giggling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it outside into the um, into the uh, into the gardens to for a practice shot or two. Right. Uh, you do feel like yeah, like you you can. It's almost like you can feel like another arm within your arm, like a pair of hands, like gently steadying your shot. Right. Um, 
This is a little bit like the ring I got for Molly. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> <laughs> More information than we needed, Corson. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, this... That was out of character <laughs> observation. But, yeah, okay. I did roll a 69 for this. We were already there. Yeah. Um, so, while this ring is up, you can put this ring on any of your firearms. Okay. Uh, it will make them act as if they are a plus one weapon. Okay. By, uh, which counts towards magical damage piercing as well. Okay. Uh, in a, so you could put this on. You could put this on uh, dishonor, and it would make dishonor act as if, as if, like, it would provide a plus one to attack and damage with dishonor. In addition, would it to not already count as that being uh, enchanted? Uh, it doesn't actually have the plus one. It's never had oh, a plus okay, one fair. to damage. It just right. has the ghost touch power. Cool. Um, it is worth noting, but I will put put a note that. Mm-hmm. While Artemisia's ring, and you won't discover this until it happens, but I've just got to tell you, <laughs> while Artemisia's ring is on a weapon, it would not, it will not shoot anything in uh, anything incapable of fighting back. Okay. Which is mostly, which is unlikely, you're unlikely to, I mean, obviously yeah. it seems to have no issues with you, like, shooting an apple off a... <laughs> right, like We're yeah, going to struggle okay. with an unknown um, objects. But, like, like, target practice seems fine. But the first time you try this on a rabbit, you're going to be very disappointed. Okay. Well, that, that, that will be um, something for Corsman to look forward to in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely for Corsman. That's the curio you got there. Uh, Matt, that's magical curio. Uh, anything else? Yeah, we do the magical curio, regular curio, so we have a level one potion. Cool. Uh, just give me a quick d20. Seven. Cool. Uh, sure. This. Uh... Yeah, just for fun. This is a potion of Animal Messenger. It appears That's to be silly, and I like it. Uh, it, it appears to be a. Uh, in fact, it's actually like a small orb, which you can see like a little flittering something inside. Victory. Looks at... Yeah, as far as I can tell, this is another bound spirit. Uh, it's bound to perform a single task. Uh, you can shake it over a small creature. Uh, and it will uh, speak a message to it, and it will kind of hop on that creature, get it to go wherever it is you want it to go, and then deliver the same spoken message. I mean, I feel like this is maybe a present for Scamp, to be honest. I can't cause nearly as much chaos with this as Scamp can. Well, it's... um... Excellent. It certainly uh, gives options that they didn't have before for long distance communication. I just, I'm just picturing them with like a weasel or something, being like, "Say bums twenty five times," <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I'm not sure I can actually stop that from happening. I don't think I have that within me. <laughs> All right, that was my immediate instinct: is get it to send a message, just a weird message to a complete stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Best anecdote. <laughs> just a vol like your mother never loved you. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, just get it to uh, uh, go to someone alone and then uh, have it casually say, 
No one will believe you. <laughs> yes, yes, the birds are watching you always. <laughs> uh, any others? Uh, yes, two other things. Yes. So I has a book. Regular book? Yes, just Do a book. Do you want please? Uh, 65. Okay. Uh, sure. You find a copy in Gigantic, uh, which apparently translates to Romance of the Stone. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and is a, a and appears to be an epic poetic cycle about a love affair between um, a giant, a dwarf, and a literal mountain. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's lots of fighting monsters along the way. Hmm. And some definitely not heterosexual romance going on. <laughs> Giants were gay. It's canon. Lovely. <laughs> like this is it, this this appears to be what happens if you if you manage if, if you if you combine um erotic romance with the odyssey but with a Achille- Achilles and Patroclus in it instead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read surround the weirdest possible poetry at some point, aren't yeah. we? That's what's gonna happen. You, you, uh, no, you're gonna need to get Corzin to translate the weirdest possible It'll be poetry. Really romantic. <laughs> oh th- this is gonna be like the weirdest bedtime story ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like you get through ten minutes of this with uh, the aid of uh, of Victory's comprehend languages one, but frankly, she gets bored. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happens next. Just... So Causing to read it. I make it causing to read it. It's a bedtime story. Uh, and... He fetched aside his toga lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of it. I want to hear the whole book. <laughs> Save the interesting one for last. Mm. <laughs> God, it is the unique potion. All right, roll d8, please. What d8? Don't I hate it's a question? <laughs> That's a seven. Okay. Roll. Call it d12. D12. Where are the dice where I want them to be? <laughs> there it is. Six. Mm-hmm. Six. Okay. Notebook. Mm-hmm. Sad. This is an interesting sort of question. Um, it is a. It appears to be shaped like... uh, The bottle itself is made of uh, beautifully spun uh, coloured glass in the shape of a sword hilt. Hmm. 
uh, of an ancient sort of style, kind of similar to like the hilt of a Xiphos. So it's got a, a, a very sim. It's not got like a wide cross guard, but more like a circular cross guard. Uh, it's the hilt, pommel, and guard of a sword, but no blade. Where the blade would be, you can see, has been wedged in a thin strip of cork, so it can be pulled out. It's pretty clear to see why this is, because the liquid inside the hilt is visibly and obviously glowing. Mm. Uh, with a bright golden light. Um, so, Victory kind of takes a study of this, uh, and after she's finished her examination, puts it down, means sits back a little. We're doing a face. What's the face that you're doing? All right. Uh, once you uncork it, it'll 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 burn for about a minute. Uh, you want to make sure it's you that uncorks it, because that's how it knows whose will to respond to. Right. It when the uh, for as long as the potion burnt. It'll come out the end in the form of a sword blade. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and you can just tell it who to hit. Wow. Kind of direct it, give it a gesture, and it will just keep trying to hit someone. With a blade made of blazing, uh, coruscating light. Hmm. This potion, when uncorked, basically casts the spell Mordenkainen's Sword. Oh, nice. It lasts for one minute when it's uncorked. When the sword appears, you make a melee spell attack against a target of your choice within five feet of the sword. The sword has a range of 60 feet. So you can so you can uncork it and fling the potion up to 60 feet initially. On a hit, the target takes 3d10 force damage. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action in each of your turns to move the sword up to 20 feet to a spot you can see and repeat this attack against the same target or a different one. So bonus action, 20 foot. Yep. It's an action to uncork and use it initially, and then a bonus action on every subsequent turn to command the sword to attack again. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it uses your melee spell attack for convenience, um, and does 3d10 force damage. <laughs> I don't suppose that would be legal in drow dueling circles, but uh, definitely very useful. foul play. <laughs> Kind of cool though. You yeah. can talk with the fucking town. <laughs> As you review your treasures and play gently on the frankly beautiful uh, notes of the lyre, each of you finds your way to restful or restless slumber. 
ahead of your journey once again back to the Broken Bazaar. But that is a quest for next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. As answers fall into the black, this chance for truth won't dare come back. And if this mirror does not lie, then it alone can tell me why. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.